This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we're coming out of the All-Star break. And boy, we couldn't be happier. That dog crap is over with. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, the next All-Star game, the NHLPA, uh, the Bean Pot, some trade stuff as we are less than a month away from the trade deadline. And of course, as always, uh, talking about Vermilion County, as uh, we all should. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, everybody. I am Scotty Waz. That's Johnny P there. We are part yeah. of the Face Off Hockey Show. As you can tell, there's no child. Oh, oh we have a box. Oh, okay. It says... Mark will be in on normal time. No Hudson tonight. Oh. I don't know if that means he killed him or not. Who knows? <laughs> yes, let's start that speculation. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what we need. This show started off really quickly. <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe we do that. Get to show some notoriety. <laughs> I mean, Finally. we could turn it into a murder mystery podcast. Then. Oh, that'd be great. All the all the yeah. white girls would listen to us. Right. Jesus, all the white girls will see First hour will be murder mystery, and then the second hour we'll talk about hockey with <laughs> Exactly, first hour. Murder mystery. What happened to the Patonzo house that Wednesday night? Second hour. Lyle Richardson comes on talking about all the <laughs> trade deadlines. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a winner. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, we really should uh, just make it happen. Um, well, we shouldn't make it happen. Mark needs to make it happen. It's not a murder mystery then if we do it. That's right. <laughs> It's Mark like has the to, Jeffrey Dahmer case. We're trying to figure out. Mark has to. Mark has to come on with his own gimmick. So and an alibi, apparently. Yeah, yeah exactly. Guys, it was on you with you, right? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you didn't have any hockey this week. What did you do? I did not. I may have had the greatest single Saturday, and by single meaning like <laughs> you, me you. being single and living by myself <laughs> in my house. But uh, so it started at seven a.m. I on Saturday at 7 a.m. I woke up because I had to check my fantasy team for the Premier League. Sure. Make sure that I had players playing, all that jazz. Well, I once I woke up, I was awake. So I went downstairs and watched the 7.30 a.m. Premier League game. Watched the 10 a.m. Premier League game. Watched the 12.30 Premier League game. Watched the All-Star game. And then watched the NASCAR class at the, the Coliseum uh, practice. Uh, like remaining practice rounds and qualification. Mm. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And then I, I quite literally from my couch ordered Papa John's. They delivered it to my house. I just put it on one of the little tray tables and sat back on my couch and ate. <laughs> the, uh... And somehow I'm still single. I know. Amazing how that works. So weird how that works. Uh. But it might be the single greatest day of sports. 
that I've had in quite a while. That's good. Um, so that was a lot of fun. That was good stuff. Um, I was telling you before the show, my parents showed up with a bunch of stuff from my old room. Uh-huh. I got a, uh, I got a Lego set that came out in 1987. Um, still have the instructions and all. I'm going to see if I can put it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, see how many pieces I still have. I think I have a bag of old Lego that came back to my house prior to the rest of all of this stuff, which means that now I have to find it. I don't remember exactly where I put it. Um, but I'm going to see if I can put that sucker together. It was like a, it was like a, a, a moon type, uh, type jobber with like the big wheels and you mm. could like, it's like a, it had in the, the, uh, signature piece on the Lego set. It has a, uh, yellow canopy for the, uh, like person to sit inside of, but it's all, it's yellow instead of clear. Interesting. Yeah. And, and that is actually intact. Like I never touched it and in the box still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, cool. I got the pieces that in no way, shape or form could I probably find from Lego, the Lego store in Arundel Mills. No, no. What I'm going to do is go through and create uh, and create a list of all the other pieces or see if I can find one online. Yeah. See how many of all that shit I have and then buy the extra stuff from the Lego store. I was going to say, you get a Lego.com. Or order it from Lego.com. Lego.com has all the pieces in every kind of color. So I think that you are... Yeah. You're a ripper and ready to go on that one. So I'm kind of excited about that because, nice. first of all, I don't even remember getting that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that old that I, I don't even remember having it. <laughs> um, to, and I obviously never put it together. Well, obviously, yeah. So I was like, huh, this might be really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I got a piggy bank from when I was born. It's a brass pig. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah held together with a screw on the bottom of it. And I was like, yeah, I really don't feel like opening this thing. I don't <laughs> What's the most I have in there? Like 10 bucks? Like, huh. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I found my Mount St. Joe graduation pen. Which I don't know if I got. I don't think I got one. I don't know if that was an option or not. They might have stopped doing it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it has the tower on it, and it had my name on it, and when I graduated. So maybe it was something my parents did. Maybe. Maybe it was things engraved, and they just <clears throat> a specific one. Could have been. But, yeah, I actually found two sets of pens. There's another set of pens, like a wooden. Remember the old wooden set? Yes. Where it looked like wood, and you got, like, a pencil and a pen right. and, like, another thing? Apparently, I have one of those the as well. The hell, man! Oh, and my parents brought me all my yearbooks from high school. <laughs> so I, uh, I randomly got a text message from Laura oh. last week. Uh, she was asking how the show was going and whatnot, and uh, she said that one of her coworkers' sons goes to Mount St. Joe, so that's why she like thinks about us all the time when she when this coworker like talks about her son. Hmm. And I was like, well, you want to see something funny? See if you can find. The 94, 95, or 95, 96 wrestling team picture. <laughs> um, because and find me. Whoo, because you, you can see a Johnny P that weighed 103 pounds and a Johnny P that weighed 112 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But they were in the yearbook, so I just sent I, I sent the pictures. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the reason I brought up yearbooks. But yeah, so I got a bunch of stuff I'm going through. Nice. And there's hockey this week. There is. It's Valentine's Day hockey. Back to the rink. Hooray. Back to the rink. Yeah, this is the this is the, this is the game you need to get Sean Leahy down here for, because um, 
Yeah, it, the Bruno's going to be giving out uh, cake artista stuff. Oh, so. man, they could have got him one, and then they Bruno could have delivered it, and then, you know, <laughs> Sean Leahy's affinity of uh, bears and or mascots. So he would he would he would have yelled, "You're not a real bear," and then hurt Bruno's feelings. Yeah. And then there's a brawl. Exactly. Again. Again. It's not the first time. No, it's actually. not the first time this week. It wouldn't be the first time this week if that happened. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, big, uh, big weekend coming up. And then they're off for a weekend and then they're back at it. And then they're off for two weekends and they're back at it for two weekends. I'm pretty certain I said this already, but like, I really appreciate Maine's coach. Every time. Uh, I'm like standing around like trying to get pictures or if I'm standing in the back corner, Maine's coach will like actually stop and talk to me. That's nice. And uh, he like acknowledges that I'm a person that's that's standing there doing things. (laughs) Uh, This year, uh, before the first game against Maine, he walked over and he was like, "Uh, I really uh, I really like what you do. Uh, you guys down here getting the pictures of everything. You do a really good job for all the kids and the other teams and stuff. So thank you for uh, doing what you do. I was like, thanks, man. Thank you for your service. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, hold on. Wait this on isn't a, a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate him. He's a fantastic person. There you go. And this is the last meeting between these two and unless they meet in the playoffs. So oh, how much do I really want to go back to Maine? Right. Uh, and then another three-game set against Johnstown coming up in March. In yes, the, uh, yes, that's the one with the two p.m. Sunday game, right? Yep, it's a it's yeah. a it's a, de- it's a decreasing start time: seven o'clock Friday, five o'clock Saturday, two o'clock Sunday. <laughs> wow, that right. five o'clock Saturday is going to throw me off. Oh I'm yeah, gonna have to. Oh, I'm going to yeah. have to set my uh, set an alarm or something. We will have to. We will have to remind you. I will. I will have them announce it several. Well, they're not going to hear it. You get your earbuds in. Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't matter if <laughs> if you guys are if you're announcing stuff at the game. Right. Hand, hand you hand you a pamphlet as you walk out the door. It's five tomorrow. As I show up at six thirty, and it's the middle of the second. Exactly. Luke, what the fuck? Luca DePasco texts you. Where the hell are you, stupid? <laughs> I mean, aren't you in Penticton? <laughs> I hear things. Uh, Maryland's got a, they got a dumb Tuesday night game coming up here too, on the twenty first. Philly though, right? Yeah, it's oh Holladell. It's in yeah. it's in New Jersey. Ah, <laughs> uh, my weekend was nothing. That ring's probably not that hard to get to, is it? No, it's uh, it's a it's a good shot up at ninety five. You got to go past Cherry Hill, um, and gotcha. then there's there. Yeah, yeah, that's not far. No, it's about hour and a half, two hours maybe, depending the way you drive. An hour forty five. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, yeah. I mean, I have a fast car. I just don't drive it like Tracy Chapman. That's another rink I played at when I was a youth. We used nice. to go up there for thank no end of year tournaments uh, for rec league. So we would go up there and play. So it was, it was a, it was a, that was a dual rink at the time. We were just like flabbergasted as like. Wait, it's not anymore. Uh, I think it still is, but I think they may have oh. added us. But but for the time, like that was almost unheard of. Like gotcha. Laurel hadn't been built yet. Oh, so right. I'm just like, oh my god, two rinks. What the, what the hell's going on here? Well, you're used to playing at Benfield, right? Uh, no, I played at Piney. I played at Benfield for a year. Gotcha. And then. That was where I learned to skate, and then Piney opened up, and then I played in the program the program there, and then St. Joe played for my sophomore year. The JV team played at Benfield as our home rink, 
which mm. um, great because that thing was like 180 feet long. I could just rip one for my own my own goal line and fucking try to <laughs> score. <laughs> That's where it started. That's kind of where it started. But no, actually, no. That year they put me at center, um, because they're like, we just need a big body in front. I'm like, man. Eh, Fair point. You, like a 200-foot uh, center, you grab the puck behind your own goal and just shoot it. Exactly. I just stretch my arm They're out. Like, I'm already... Scotty, you're supposed to be up front, damn it. Exactly. We're supposed to be playmaking, stupid. But no, they actually put me in center on the power play um, because I was a big body. So you, and... were origi- you were the original bumper. Essentially, I was I was Dustin Bufflin before Dustin Bufflin. <laughs> Play defense regularly, but power play, take the draw, get in front of the net. I, I was no bumper. I was literally just blinding the goalie and tempting the defenseman to try to try to uh, yeah, yeah, move me. Push me. Yeah. Good luck, <laughs> stupid. Um, those are good That's times. That's funny. Um, nothing really happened this weekend for me. There's no. I had no games either. Both both UND and Maryland were off this weekend Ooh. or this past weekend. So I'm like, well, shit. I really have nothing to do. I watched. I did the the stream on Friday night for the skills competition. That was fantastic. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, I could not take more than six minutes of the oh, announcing. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a minute about the entire entirety of it. Um, then Saturday, watched some of the All Star game, and then uh, I don't know if I watched anything at night. Uh, and then Sunday was Big Sport Day, PBA U.S. Open, and then the, the Clash of the Coliseum. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That 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 wreck fest. The Clash. Wow. God, that was a bad one. A bad I stopped was. watching at halftime. Yeah, well, how how could you not? Wiz Khalifa just you're like there's nothing's going to top this. Well, I watched I watched Wiz Khalifa and then I was like I'm going to bed. I had a long long Saturday. <laughs> it was like 14 hours of sports watching on Saturday. I cannot take I, I cannot take a black and yellow uh, medley now. Oh, I did pull. <laughs> I, I I haven't been able to crack open my bowling ball because I also haven't tr- tried. But I pulled out yeah. my finger slugs. Oh, so I have my finger slugs. Can you reuse them then? I could, but these are all wrecked up. Because if you see, like they're all kind of the way they put them in was all fucked. So like they. Uh, well, there's... that probably hurt the. Uh, that probably helped everything break as well. Essentially, yeah, because they glued it in all fucked up. Because they're supposed to be removable, um, so you can move in and out if you if you have a different thing. But yeah, like these are all like tore tore up from the. Floor. Yeah, they must have. They must have glued them in real tight. Yeah, they glued it in. This that's what happened when I did in Calgary, man. So is it the like monster glue or the what's the gorilla glue? Gorilla glue, probably. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Calgary didn't have actually like bowling slug glue, so they're just like, well, gorilla glue works. Yeah, slide them in, slide them in. There it is. You stay forever. <laughs> I mean, it's not like this ball's gonna crack or anything. Why would he ever need these? He actually had to redrill. The same guy redrilled it again. I'm like, dude, this is starting to crack. What happened? Ah, I'll just fill it back in and put it in the same spot. All right, cool, buddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> Idiot. Anyway, um, yeah. So that was it. Let's uh, let's uh, let's go to some injuries. Got it. Got him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Not uh, too much to talk about. Uh, starting off with Alexander Barkov. He's got a hand injury. He was able to play in the All-Star game, but he is day-to-day, aren't we all? 
It'll be a game-time decision for uh, his next game. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom of the Islanders was seen in a cast, in a leg cast, uh, and crutches, so he is out indefinitely for the Islanders, who looked pretty okay in their first game against Bo Horvat, or with or with Bo Horvat against the Kraken. So Bo Horvat getting a goal, commenting it's the loudest he's ever heard his name. So take that, Vancouver fans. Oh, what a jerk. Right. Uh, Thatcher Demko, lower body injury. He's day-to-day, and that might hurt his trade value, though I don't know how willing they're going to trade him, but always there. Uh, And uh, Chaz Lucius of the uh, Winnipeg Jets franchise. He's down there. He was down there in WHL, but he's had shoulder surgery. He has been shut down for the season. Um, My mom uh, just sent me... My mom just sent me a um, a video or a, a picture uh, that she found my uh, micro machines box. Oh. So that's that's on its way as well. Micro machines are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I holy shit! I forgot. So I have a micro machines Porsche, mm-hmm. a micro machines Lamborghini, and a micro machines motorcycle. I forgot about the motorcycle. Yeah. God, that's amazing. I had These the, uh, the best. I had the camper. Uh, the camper uh, playset. Oh, nice! So that, that always stayed at my grandma's house, and I would, when I when we went to South Baltimore, I just go up in the spare room and play. So those things always rolled so well, too. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Always fun. No, it's good. Uh, I'm very excited about the micro machines. <laughs> well, I'm very excited because we have a Patreon. Patreon, we have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/faceoffhockeyshow. That stuff. That's that's good stuff right there. Uh, you can get yourself a uh, a nice little video show if you donate just a single dollar. If you give five dollars, you pick a you pick a thing there. And I swear this weekend I will I will put some fancy audio up. Um, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, but you can be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff. Uh, ah, damn it, they did it again. It always <laughs> defaults. It always defaults to the all time. Anyway, you can be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contributed, so can you. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. The money. The money goes back into the show. Um, and luckily, we were under the under the threshold for the IRS, so I didn't get to have to get deal with the tax man this year. Yes, all right. By the way, the, the, the uh, limitation is $600. It is, I'm yeah. like, fuck, like e- – the eBay, I already the eBay. I've already uh, got like fucking a hundred dollars of that, so I'm like, shit, I can't sell too much. <laughs> yeah, but the the only difference though is that it's six hundred dollars for you to, um, to have to claim the income, but because at after that six hundred dollars, I believe you become a sole proprietor. It's like almost like me refereeing soccer. You can put expenses against that six hundred dollars oh. if there are expenses for you selling things. Okay. Like if you had to buy boxes and stuff like that, or like the six hundred dollars that you have you're getting from Patreon for the show should actually be part of like a sole proprietorship, and then you can put the expenses of things you bought for the show against it. All right, OnlyFans subscriptions. Let's go. That was uh, that was a, a long that was a pr- repressed memory of accounting. I was gonna say on the Face Off Hockey Show. Fuck, are you cl- are you are you working in near Arundel Mills anymore? What the hell's going on? Not trying to. <laughs> no, I've been trying to quit financing for years. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right, let's let's go to this, Johnny. Something happened Sunday night. I think it was either in- that or somebody's gonna tell me I'm wrong because they listen to the podcast. But right, and then they're a CPA. Yeah, that um, would help actually though. <laughs> so. 
uh, something fun happened. Uh, and by something fun, I meant bizarre. Okay. So How bizarre. You got to buy the rights, though. That's the thing. Oh, if you want to know the rest of this, you got to buy the rights. Um, something happened on Sunday. Okay. As Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It was supposed to be a normal afternoon game between the uh, the Quad City DJs, aka uh-huh. the Storm, and the Vermilion County Bobcats. Okay. In the Southern Professional Hockey League. Uh, the fans came out in attendance, all ten of them, because okay. uh, there's not a lot of people there to go to those games. Uh, the uh, the Quad City team took warm ups. Okay. The vending team, the vending stations were open. Everything else was open. They were playing music. The rest were there, ready to go. Did the Vermilion team take warm ups? That should have been the first key that hey, maybe something's amiss. <laughs> that I don't think Vermilion took their warm ups. Didn't even pick them. Yeah, I know. Did it, was that this week or was that last week or this coming week? <laughs> but yeah, I know. I mean, they're still on the schedule. There's, uh, we'll we'll get to that in a second. But so, all all told, Quad City, you know, they exam the ice. They come back. They hear the national anthem. They line up for the face off. And still, no Vermilion County Bobcats. No one on the okay. bench. No one on the ice. Nothing. So rule dictates that. If they're if they are not ready for the faceoff, there's a two minute delay game penalty. Okay. Then there's a five minute waiting period. Okay. It's at the major. Yeah, and then and then the the game has to be declared a forfeit after I guess the Quad City team has to take a lap. Um, <laughs> so they did. Uh, they they uh, took two guys and they raced around the ice the old school style. A fast oh, skater I did thing. see that. That's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah, I did see that video. I had no idea what was going on though. Yeah, so they did that, and then the referees were like, "All right, well, we've done all we could. This is a forfeit. You win one nothing. Thanks for driving six hours." Um, the, <laughs> the referees were like, "We get paid the same way." Either. Exactly. The league. Pay, <laughs> the league pays us. We don't have to go after the home team. <laughs> so. What happened after that, so the storm skate around, they're still hanging out. They're like, ah, F it, we're going home. Um, they did their salute to the crowd. <laughs> um and and but here's here's the shitter part of it. This was skate with the Bobcats night. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Uh <laughs> it was skate with the Bobcats night. Oh no. So the Bobcats not only dump out on a home game. They dump out on their fans for... That's amazing. They didn't even show up for a home game. That's wild. Isn't it? Um. So let me see what the... It's still on hockey TV. Uh, that's like, that's the amazing part. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So here... So, Any chance that their goalie, like, misplaced his pads or something, and that was why they just decided to not show up. That'd be great if it was. So here's the thing. They they submitted a... a, a they submitted a sheet a player sheet i'm looking at the score sheet right now one two three four five six seven eight nine ten players listed oh 5d three right wingers and two left wingers that's bad and two goalies so it sounds like some people aren't being paid (laughs) yeah not a lot of people are being paid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not a lot of people are being paid I mean I one. feel like I've seen this occur before we've seen it's how this really works really low really low uh, 
And 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 a lot of people were scratching their head when Vermilion County came in two years ago. They have been a uh, not that great in terms of a, a hockey market. They used to have a I think they had an NA, NAHL team that okay. went by the wayside. Obviously, um, they have twenty. They they have an average attendance of five hundred fifteen or five hundred thirteen. That's not bad. Uh, filling twenty one percent of their capacity. Ooh. Um. So yeah, they've only they've lost seventy of the eighty eight uh, seventy seven of the eighty seven games in their two years of existence. Okay. They have been through ten head coaches. Uh, and Ooh. now players aren't getting paid. <laughs> wow. Um. Jesus. Did the. I mean, is their owner like living on the beach in Italy somewhere, and he was just like, "I'm out." No one has ab- been able to get a hold of her. Yep, so, left the country. So, uh, so Sunday morning, the Vermilion County Bobcats Facebook page was deleted. Oh, wow! And their Twitter page has not been updated since Je- uh, July, when it was promoting. So assume that they didn't have anybody running their social media anyway. You, you can assume they haven't had anybody in the office except for her, the entire time. I'm sure. Wow, my God, this is, this is intense. So there, there has been no official word as of yet. If the Bobcats have actually folded, <laughs> they are scheduled to play. Friday night in Huntsville. It's going to be another five-minute game. We. <laughs> you <laughs> might want to. You might want to turn into hockey TV because it could be the fastest broadcast you ever see. I mean, it, I like if I was hockey TV, I would make that the free game. Yes. And then when it's like ten minutes long, they're you're like, sorry. I mean, how are we supposed to know? <laughs> they sent at the bar. This this due to technical difficulties, this game is not being broadcast. <laughs> So it, it's the weirdest thing because usually you have it away forfeit because a team can't make it or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. Team, they don't or make the travel. Like, Screw it. We don't have enough money to travel to this, right. so we're just not going to go. Right. It, it, it's listed a home, game? a home forfeit. There was there was also like changes made to the schedule this weekend, that this past weekend, so that Quad City went to Peoria and then went to Vermilion County, and vice versa. Vermilion County played on Friday, I think it was. Hold on. Uh, they played. So they played on Friday, and then this Sunday they were like, "Fuck it, we're out." Where did they? Did they play Friday? I might have misspoke. I don't see. I don't see Vermilion County on here. Uh oh. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So they just they're just like, nah. Did their players defect to like another team? I don't know. Like no one's How heard. They only have ten players. No one's heard from their players. Oh my god. Uh, they did not play. This has turned into murder mystery. Uh, yeah, half hour. I did. I did uh, misspeak. They did not play the prior. The last game that they played was on January twenty second against Peoria, twenty twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> right. So they're supposed to play this weekend at Huntsville at the Rotorooter Ice at Props Arena. That's not going to happen. And then, uh, then they play February eleventh at the Pelham Civic Coliseum, and then they're scheduled to have four straight home games. Can we, we pick see. the SPHL this week? I think so it is. That S- I can pick for Malian County. <laughs> Oddly enough, I think it is. I think it is SPHL week anyway. <laughs> so yeah, because last week was the Echo week, so yeah, this week is SPHL week. 
if I can. So I was going to say, if if you have that choice, I say you get in there. <laughs> but I'd be like, oh darn, another team folded. How would I have known? Um, the league hasn't said shit about it except for that they forfeited the game. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest damn situation. Uh, you know, of course. So good. Uh, yeah, and Steve Wino's write-up for the AP was like, um, da -da -da -da, what is oh yeah, videos showing the surreal development of one team standing on one half of the rink compared to the empty bench, net, and ice on the other side made their way onto social media with fans decrying the embarrassment of the situation. Uh, Chuck Sargent, a hockey lifer in Danville, who uh, said he worked as vice president and head of marketing and public relations for Vermillion County from August to December, was not surprised that it happened at all. He had known the deteriorating conditions within the team, including concerns over inadequate medical personnel on site for games, and figured a problem was imminent when the Bobcats were replaced as the opponents for a road game at Quad Cities on Friday and Saturday. So if if the league knew about this and and shuffled the games around and didn't tell fucking Quad City, you might not want to show up because there might not be a game. Well, okay, so at least Quad City got to play somebody else. Yeah, the day, the day before, yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if they had traveled all the way to Vermilion, and then Vermilion was like, heh, guess what? And then, like, just sunk travel costs, that would be total and utter shit. Yeah, they played— no Especially if somebody knew this beforehand. Well, Quad City played at home against Peoria, oh. and then they have I to make the trip. okay. I thought they traveled and went to two different places because they were near each other. I thought they did too, but no, Moline. Well, this is this is real bad now. Like this is going from bad to worse. Yeah. So Quad City played at home Friday and Saturday, lost both games to Peoria, um, and then had to travel that for an afternoon game after a Saturday night game to Vermilion County, which is three hours away, and then go there for five minutes, take the two penalties. Which, by the way, the two penalties are bench delay of game two minutes. And then bench refusal to start play game misconduct. <laughs> so two penalties. This is like this is like so many youth games that I refereed as when uh, like soccer youth teams. Yeah. Where the coach would show up and be like, "Hi, um, here's your cash." We were only gonna have three kids today. We're Here, not gonna play. Here's the shitty part about this. What I don't like about all this. <laughs> There's more. Why? No, no, not yet. Um. Why not pass the puck to goaltender Kevin Rissop and let him go for goal? Let no, him try so, and then let him be recorded for the only goal. But they could Wait, do they actually record the goal scorer or is it no. just go down as a forfeit 1-0? It's it's forfeit 1-0. But it would have yeah. been great if they just passed it back to him and he But I don't to... think you're actually allowed to. I know, but at this point a home team doesn't show up for their own game. There are no rules, just right. It's Outback Steakhouse out here everybody. True. I mean, at that point, go all in. Yeah, somebody throws it around the edge. He he stops it behind the goal, comes around and shoots to the big open hole on the other side. Yeah, exactly. And so, best part about it is that the attackers will beat out the icing. Yeah, so, so you can just then they can get the puck and just shoot it back to him. Reset. Only thing you have to worry about is make sure you're on sides. I mean, he should have five full minutes to score. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you at this point. Yeah. Make that a spectator sport. <laughs> if the team's not going to fucking show up, the goalie gets five minutes to score the goal to make it 1-0 so that you get the forfeit. Win. Exactly. So, I mean, that's that's that. Uh, Mark might like that idea, too. Yeah, Mark. So we're talking about the ah, dog. Um, we're talking about the Vermilion County debacle. Um. 
where the home Sorry, team. What? So the SPHL, uh, Quad City, Brazilian County. Yep, the Vermont. You're a little low. You're a little low. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, in the SPHL, Quad City traveled to uh, Vermilion County, uh, three-hour drive. They did the warm-ups. They did the anthem. The problem was Vermilion County did not show up for a home game. I see. Did they go to the other <clears throat> arena? Am I still low? No, you're good. Right there. Um, yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, did they get, think it was an away game or something? No. What happened was the players quit, and no one told them, told anybody oh. else. Did they go to the Patrick rink instead of the <laughs> Logsdon rink? <laughs> Uh, no, but what we were saying, Mark, is that instead of it just being a straight forfeit, you should give the goalie five minutes to try to score a goal, and then he gets recorded else on the other side. He gets recorded for the one zero. Yeah, that's Scotty's idea. Yeah, that as a good. goalie, would you be would you be better yeah. after five you minutes? put all your equipment off to give Shit. you five minutes to score a goal to make it one zero? I mean, I feel like it took yeah. you long enough to put your equipment on and warm up that you should at least get a chance to get a point out of this. Now, and, and, oh. okay, so my question is, are, is this like one puck rules? So if I miss the net, I got to skate all the way to the other no, side no, no. of the rink and grab the puck and bring it back? Your team beats out the icing and r- winds it on back. Yeah. Okay, so they bring it back yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. Got it. Now, the only bad part would be is if you were trying to, if you went around the goal early and it hit like a stanchion and ended up in your own net. Yeah. Like that could be bad. Then. Like that EPL story, the Newcastle. Then you lose like one nothing. Oh, Johnny gets better. Read further oh. down the story. <laughs> wow. So, uh, uh, Mr. Sergeant, uh, Chuck Sergeant, our man, uh, said it hurt me so bad Colonel to watch Sergeant. the ar- <laughs> to watch the arena, which was not their fault. Keep selling tickets to a game that they had a gut feeling, knowing darn well it wasn't going to happen. He showed up only because he was going to talk to season ticket holders who bought in during his stint. Uh, with the club. Vermilion County's coach did not show up. There was no athletic trainer on site. And Sergeant said only Captain Adam uh, Eby was prepared to take the ice. Uh, Official attendance was listed at zeros. Fans who paid $7 to $13 per ticket for a game that never happened still got to step on the ice with the visiting team who stuck around for some entertainment. I did see that, that the... Or you said that earlier too, right? Yeah. That the other team did the skate with the team yep. thing instead. Yep, exactly. And and one of the parents said uh, afterwards, this was in another story, that their the their daughter went to the first like skate with the Bobcats, and she was like hanging onto the boards the entire time, just you know doing what little kids who don't know how to skate do. Uh, yeah. She said during this one, one of the Quad City players came over and started to teach her how to skate properly and do the proper form and skate with her. So I'm like, obviously, the even t- better. Yeah, this turned out for the best for the fans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Quad City, top notch. Appreciate you. Um, so this reminds me of. Uh, so I I camped out for uh, Duke Maryland tickets. Ah. My my freshman year of college. Okay. And uh, you know, it's not like people were expecting a basketball game, and it didn't happen. But what did happen <clears throat> was at one in the morning, Steve Blake came out onto the court. Because at the time you had to actually go into Cole Fieldhouse and camp out in Cole Fieldhouse. So Steve Blake came out onto the court and uh, started challenging random <laughs> University of Maryland students to one-on-one. And it was amazing. It was, it was the best thing that I'd seen in quite a while. Um, it reminds me of that. So uh, That's a heartwarming story as well. Yeah. 
Steve Blank just ble- just breaking ankles. Yes, <laughs> it was it was it's awesome. He's making his own and one mixtape. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna try to bring up photos from the Quad City uh, Storm. I'm gonna have to buy a Quad City Storm shirt now. So that story, John, you remember the? I think it was Newcastle. I can't remember who was telling the story, but yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, you know, obviously English Premier League, they were they were going through a bit of a losing streak. So their coach decided to do what they called, I think, a shadow drill, yeah. where they'd line up 11 v 0, right? Nobody, they were playing no one just to get some confidence that they could put the ball in around. the net, complete some passes, <laughs> right? So what they did was they started playing the ball backwards, as you are wont to do in the game of soccer. Uh, and one of the defenders tried to pass the ball back to the goaltender, and the goaltender was putting his gloves on, <laughs> didn't see the ball. They scored on themselves. They were down 1-0 to no one. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, Which is a great confidence booster. Absolutely. Um, the president of the uh, of the Storm said that this was what pro hockey is all about, saying that the team stopped for McDonald's and some cold beverages. For the ride home, and they said they, uh, he said they were excited to be able to do it. I think it means a lot to the fans that were there, especially some of the younger kids looking forward to that skate. They still got to do it and hope that they can keep hockey interest up and see if they can move forwards and get a little more stability. But uh, Sergeant says they're absolutely done after what happened Sunday and what they did to the fan base. They're done. Like, oh, okay. So here are some shots from uh, the skate. Storm players taking the ice. <laughs> with the uh, with some of the uh, the Danville fans hanging out there, big thumbs up to the kids. Look at all that. They did nothing else. Eh, getting everybody. A storm fan came down, so why not bring bring them onto the ice, have a good time? And there we go. Kids all plenty, having a good time, having a good skate. That is cool. That is awesome. Great. The storm team. Good for them. Got a fancy fancy tornado holding a lightning bolt hockey stick. Why wouldn't you want to something like that? As of Tuesday afternoon, tickets are still on sale for the reigning home games for the Vermilion County Bobcats. So get your tickets now through Ticketmaster. <laughs> My God. Might be a collector's item. This could be the greatest story ever told. Like, this could be the greatest. This this needs to be like a Disney short. Uh, I mean, we've heard of minor league teams folding in like the middle of a week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but we've, we've never fixed. heard. I don't ever remember a team not showing up to their own and, home game. And that's just it. They all forfeited before they played other games. They didn't <laughs> right. they did not like wait until the team got there and just be like LOL, we quit. Uh I, I mean, mean it's like they it's like they got ghosted. Exactly. It's just like left on red. Adam Eby's out there going, I don't know what's going on. I'm ready to take on all these motherfuckers. Wow. God damn. The fact that they, there was no athletic trainer like I'm like <laughs> The captain shows up. God bless the well, captain. Well, so that's the bad part, right? The coach didn't show up, and there was no athletic tra- trainer, which means that they definitely knew about this beforehand. Yes. So I don't know why the captain showed up. Because <laughs> what, what? the captain was pissed off at everybody else. Yeah. The captain was like, hey, can I go back with you guys to uh, Guys, Quad take me City. back. Take me back to Quad <laughs> City. I'll come and ride that train. Uh, but, Mark, I, you know, I have to say, for a prestigious franchise like this, um, how do you feel about Vermilion County? I mean, you look at it. I mean, they've lost 77 of the 86 games they played in in two years. How can the fan base recover? Uh, well, gee, I, I, all I can think of right now is Shorzy. 
they really just need to rally behind a player coach. Sure. I think. Yeah. And, uh, and Shut really. Shut the fuck up, Sanguinette. Know. Well, okay, Mark. So you missed the point where they've had 10 coaches in two years as well. Yeah, I forgot that point too. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, again. That's oh, you know, you, get, you know what? You got to rely on a player coach. I think I realized what I think Adam Eby was trying to do. Do the Shorzy thing where he fights the entire team while the other the other uh, good teammates get out of jail and try to bring yeah. it into the stands. <laughs> so maybe that was it. But minor league hockey's wild is all I got to say a, about that's that. That's an amazing story. If, if, we, if there was not video evidence of it, I, you know, that was, that's the weird part. If, if there wasn't video evidence of it, let's, hold on, I can find, I can find the video. Are we sure that there wasn't a freak snowstorm just at the players' houses? Just at their apartment <laughs> complex? For the home games. For the home games. For the home game. It only snowed in one spot. There was a water main break, and everything turned to ice in one singular parking lot. They couldn't get out. Oh, my God. Oh, so here we so here we go. So here's Dave Edeman, who is the uh, who is the beat writer for the Peoria Riverman. I love his bagels. Yeah, they're great. So here's a picture of just the opening face-off. Uh, or sorry, Alex Timmerman uh, of Hockey TV. Here's the opening face-off of the game. No one knows what the hell's going on. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. Here's how did, how here's did, more. How does it? Hold on. Time out. How do you even get point. this far? This has to be. This they, is a joke. There's no way that it got this far. It did without anyone well, realizing to. that the home team. It had. It there. had to because it was. Well, no, no, it has to. Yeah, they have to give them five minutes per rule, into the first period, basically. Yeah, gotcha. and then after five minutes, it's a forfeit. Yeah, it's basically. Remember what I was saying earlier. It's it's effectively when you like, when we were refereeing like youth soccer, <laughs> and you're like, well, I gotta give them ten minutes or whatever. So here, uh, so here's I, the. Here's the video wrap-up of everything, and hopefully you can see the pictures moving. There's the ref. John, I thought you were going to go with the, so, yeah. the, you know, like the five-minute professor rule. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So here's no, that. I mean, when we were here's, the, here's the opening, soccer, opening face-off. Like, uh, I know that there's no team over there, but I, I'll start the clock now. Opening face-off. The linesman doesn't know what to do. The, that guy, the guy on the, the, the right wing's offside. He's just moving around, man in motion. Sitting there, they're doling out the penalties, just hanging out, having a good time. Hey, there's I mean, goalie. Even the clock operator never started. Exactly. It, no... Goalie's hanging out. Hey. See, uh, he, he was trying. He wanted to score. Guys, pass me the puck. And then there we go. All there's the the, the 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 crowd goes mild. Uh, and then here we go. They're ready. And this is the ops. The thing that they had to do <laughs> in order to make the game official. They did a fastest skater between two of the the, the Tri City or the Quad City Storm as uh, they wheel around here, looking for the best. Ah, there it is. Game's official. Refs are like, get the fuck out of here. I'm tired. Oh, there's the other guy. <laughs> ah, and a salute to the crowd. Sure, why not? How pissed are you if you're the backup goalie? This is so random. <laughs> hey guys, thanks. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Appreciate you. <laughs> What a fucking card. Wow. What a time. Courtesy Hockey TV. Wow. <laughs> that is hey, some. I, w- I, wanna, I, I might check out the Hockey TV tonight just to see the com- listen to the commentary of it. That would be even better. Hell yeah. 
Oh, you know what? If I do find it, I will put the commentary up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. All right, so there you go. Um, yeah, 970 and 7 in one and a half years with 10 coaches and 10 skaters left. Not oh. great. Not great, Bob. Made, Not great. They make the Caps look like a banner franchise <laughs> that first year. Yeah, right? Christ on the bike. Uh, hey, the All-Star game happened. Sure did. That was a thing. Uh, Matt Kachuk got the MVP. Okay. And it was announced that the Toronto Maple Leafs will be hosting the 2024 All-Star game. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, so sir. the hometown player won the MVP. I think, he had like, yes. I think he had like 10 points in two games. He did score a lot. But yeah. did you know that both of the Kachuks played on the same line? What? Because I didn't hear that at all. What? The All-Star game. I had no idea until like... Like, toward the end, when it was mentioned for the first time. This ESPN deal is the worst fucking deal they've ever made. <laughs> it is the worst fucking deal. God. Don't. The... Oh. So, I watched part of the skills competition. And... Did you watch it with me on Twitch? Uh, no, I did not. Damn it. But I, I did. John, I heard Thanks, John, John did. John but did. I can only imagine the commentary when they broke away and went to the surfboard dunk tank oh, competition. Brother. <laughs> Brother, I I want to say for then then it came out that the the surfboards on the right side were broke, so they couldn't use those anymore. <laughs> oh well, it wasn't it pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it was. But they didn't realize at the time apparently, and I guess couldn't record it again. <laughs> yeah, they just like hold on, guys. It would ruin the sanctity of the surfboard shooting competition. Right. All these fans would know it's a ruse. Um, Unbelievable. Can... So those were my two favorite events, actually. <laughs> oh, what, so the, the surfboard and the golf were oh, my two my favorite God. events. And the first, the, worst. the surfboard one was my favorite event because I had a feeling there was at least a 40% chance that a random person walking down Get the fucking beach was getting pegged with a hockey puck. Yeah. Because they were firing <laughs> they those were things off. The... Well, you and... had to on that one side. They wouldn't go down. And right when the first when I, I don't remember who it was, but like they did a wide angle shot, and there were three people just walking down the beach, being like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> and they start like, like a bunch of people sprint, scurrying away after that. Like, oh no! It's like I was just envisioning somebody getting pegged with a oh, hockey puck. Just, fantastic! They're like, "How did you get? How did you get a hockey puck? And why do you have a bruise on your head? You're not gonna fucking believe this story." <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and why are you part owner of the Ottawa Senators now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, the hockey golf just looked dumb to yeah, me. I appreciate it. I couldn't. I couldn't. The even even the lead in with the Happy Gilmore lead in. It no, was just was painful. That was dumb. But I appreciated the hockey golf. Could could we have? Why can't that be played on like foot golf courses? Could be. Um, no one's stopping you except the clubhouse. Could we have stayed with an event more than, like, for a segment? Yeah, it was a little ADD. Did we have to yes. split it up like we did? The fuck's going... Someone made a great point. He's like, yeah. Then they did the fastest skater, and then all of a sudden this goalie thing that I know nothing about happened and then ended, and now we're playing right. golf. I'm like, yeah. So then the other thing, the only other thing I'll mention here. You know what would be great is if yep, somebody ahead, could Jen. splice the skills competition videos so that you did see each, uh, everything, like, like together. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 
what if somebody like edited it back in order? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, edited it and put it all back together. It'd be like watching Star Wars and does right better order. commentary over it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's the other thing mm-hmm. that um, this is the only other thing I'll mention. It does seem like as their careers go on, that uh, that Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin are kind of turning into like the superpowers, right? Yeah, or whatever it was called when Mega Randy Powers. Savage and Hulk Hogan got together at the toward the tail end of their WWF careers. Yep, Mega Powers. The Mega Powers. That's what it was. It's like these guys. They they actually are like probably pretty good friends. Oh yeah. Off off the ice, and the whole rivalry is just manufactured at this point in their fifteen year career. Mm-hmm. Like fifteen years later, they're just like. They're just hamming it up to sell tickets, and in an actuality, they're actually pretty good friends, probably. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, you have to be at that point. I mean, so and I think you've that's... seen each other enough. <clears throat> like, yeah, it's true. God, I'm looking. I'm looking up. I'm looking up Adam Eb's uh, his Instagram if he has anything. Nope, just stuff from college. Damn. Anyway, uh, so yep. Yeah. The uh, the next the Toronto is going to host it next. Fun story out of Belleville. So the Belleville Senators fired Troy Mann, the head Ooh. coach of the of their uh, the Ottawa Senators fired Troy Mann, who is the head coach of the uh, of the Ottawa Senators farm team. They were like fifteen, thirteen, and something else. Like they they were they were actually pretty decent. And Troy Mann has done a lot of good job with uh, the prospe- prospects in uh, Belleville. There's one problem though. He gave a scouting report to an NHL scout that doesn't belong to the uh, to the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> so giving away little secrets here and there. But what's you know, what's a little secrets between friends, right? Yeah, it's not classified. Yeah. Um, of course, former Hershey Bear coach um, had a good good uh, season or good regular season success and then playoff success. Uh, didn't make the playoffs in his last season there. So yeah, Troy, that was an interesting situation that broke on late Saturday night. Like literally ten ten thirty Eastern Saturday night, they're like, "Oh, by the way, the Ottawa Senators fired their AHL coach." What? <laughs> Ow. Okay, fine then. So <clears throat> there was that. Um, the Beanpot Tournament happening. The final happening on Monday for the first time ever. Northeastern will take on Harvard. BC and BU were relegated to the third place game. Wow! So for the first time ever, a Husky or a Crimson is going to win uh, in a head-to-head matchup against each other. So that's pretty rad. Uh, especially you know considering BU is just a powerhouse this year out in Hockey East. Um, Yami Jaeger got his 1,099th career goal, that's topping so Wayne Gretzky for most all time. That's so good. So, congrats to him. Are they still in the scenario that if Yager doesn't play for the team, then there is no team? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> He's 51 years old doing this. Uh, also, of note, the NHLPA has their man. Not Troy man, but Marty Walsh, the Secretary of Labor currently, um, right. is uh, now going to be the, uh, the uh, head of the NHLPA. He's going to leave the Joe Biden administration and be like uh, Stu Gatz. He was uh, pretty much like the front runner anyway, right? He was the he was actually no, a, 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 he was a late pick. Oh, he was a late pick in this one. The interesting part about this though is that it's come out that he uh, his biggest donor 
when he was the governor of Massachusetts was uh, or the mayor of Boston. I can't remember which he was. Um, either way, Jeremy Jacobs, the owner of the Boston Bruins. Will that play into the labor battle where Jeremy Jacobs has uh, Gary Bettman's balls in his hand pursed? I don't know. But. That seems like a conflict of interest. Eh, you know. Eh. Eh. I mean, what's what's a, what's like five to ten million amongst friends? Right, especially when you're trying to get, keep those filthy Republicans out of Massachusetts. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just a tax write-off. Who tax cares? write-off, baby. <laughs> donation. Best nation in the world's donation. That's right. We were taught that. I mean, the best donor, in, in as far as I'm concerned, is donor kebabs. Hey, uh, yeah. there it is. Salad. Starving for some donor. Uh, <laughs> a donor kebab. Donor kebab. Uh, anyway, we're waiting for uh, Lowry. God. I kind of want a kebab now. <laughs> and I know that Hero is like a kebab, just with a lot more lamb and a lot more uh, tzatziki sauce. Exactly. Tzatziki make you, you freaky, am I right? The opportunity to order one. I bet that that you could get a Grubhub to your house. That could. Do I have a kebab place near my house, though? That's the difference. I'm I sure have a, definitely can. have a Greek place near my house. Honeybee Diner, apparently. No, that's not it. Oh, it, it, no, sorry. Diner? No, it says, uh, did you mean Diner Glen Burnie? No, I meant Donair Glen Burnie. Come here. What are you doing here? <laughs> uh... Oh, there might um, actually be a kebab house near the Safeway, the random Safeway on Route 2. <laughs> oh, there you go. Like the one across the street from the courthouse? You know, uh, where all the good I'm stuff sorry, is. the what? The courthouse. Oh. What did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, there are way more than just one. The top <laughs> 10 best kebab places in Glen Burnie, according to Yelp, as of 2023. Nora's <laughs> Kebab. Ooh. Don't know where that's at. Oh, that's a, sorry, that's a sponsored result. Um, <clears throat> Ziza's Kebab, Chicago. Yeah, Ziza's Kebab, which is in, uh, looks like it's just past Hanover. That's not close. What's in Glen Burnie? Habab Mediterranean International Market. That is directly in Glen Burnie. So, well, that's uh, like a do it your, that's like an Ikea <laughs> kebab set. So I'm going to say that I've been there. Have you? So I went to, I went to a, <clears throat> um, a market it's near the uh it's, it's near the uh, little caesars it's off yeah it's off bna yeah so i've been there i walked in i walked all the way to the back i looked at all this stuff i looked at the person that was there i did not know how to order so i left <laughs> yep because i was like this is very overwhelming <laughs> intimidating i just, I just <laughs> got it's like the first time walking into de pasquale's even though i am italian i should know what i'm doing oh it's right next and to the vizinis and you're like i don't know what to do <laughs> oh this is this is right next to the vizinis and right across yeah. from the anne arundel county fire department yeah yeah by the way vizinis used to be on uh aquaheart road that was a good time i love the vizini pizza anyway right. that's my story of vizini's pizza um Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna anyway. have to. I'm gonna have to find a kebab for lunch tomorrow. There you go. There you go. We go on Yelp. They got a ton of. Them. Apparently. Apparently, so, a to- uh, they got a top so ten. Just oh, there he is. There he, there he is. Saving the day. Save- I was gonna have to talk about the All Star Game again. <laughs> no. What What about the All Star Game was? Did yeah, you, what were you going to talk about? Yeah, what were you going to talk about, buddy? Well, the I didn't watch the act, any of the actual the game the itself. I watched one game of the All-Star game and then went to take a crap for two hours, and then that was <laughs> it. 
Yeah. And I was more you just can't, probably you just more can't, satisfied. Yeah. You, just can't tear, you just can't tear yourself away from that bidet. I got more out of it than I would that goddamn All-Star game in Lawrence. Well, the, so the, the reason I wasn't away. watching the All-Star game was because it occurred at, at exactly the same time as Elon's 40th birthday party. Nice. So there I was at Elon's 40th birthday party. Oh, okay. Is that like a... Is it like a bar mitzvah for older Elon? Like, <laughs> do they play like '90s music and stuff like that, or no? Yeah, I, I think so. And, well, I, they weren't playing any of that, but they should have been. Now that you <laughs> yeah. Lyle, well, what do you think about a kebab? You big kebab guy? Oh, I love kebabs. Okay. Perfect. Yes. There we go. So, I love kebabs. Yeah, we we're just talking yeah. about the donor kebab. Donor kebab. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, because of uh, Marty Walsh. Marty Walsh, a new NHLPA head. Apparently, mm. his biggest donor uh, was uh, Jeremy Jacobs for a time. <laughs> you yeah, know. that um, familiarity that though in these labor talks, the familiarity is going to be great. Oh yeah, it'll all be sorted out. Backroom deals, no problem. Nothing to see here, folks. That's Everybody, all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Guys, no, it's no all in the there at all. Source, trust me, bro. Um, <laughs> like. It's it's great. It's great. Well, first of all, it it, it you know as, as a daily face off, Frank Saravalli uh, pointed out, it, it it certainly doesn't say much for the for the NHLPA's vetting process. You know, you you pick this guy and he's going to be your guy, and he does have impeccable an impeccable resume, and yeah. then you discover, oh crap, the mm. uh, the chairman of the NHL uh, board of governors uh, contributed heavily to his election campaigns. Oh dear! <laughs> what could go wrong? Lyle, no. if if we've learned nothing over the twenty-one years we've done this show, <laughs> the vetting process for the NHLPA is pretty much spotless. There has been no <laughs> shadiness, no, no backroom just, dealings. Yeah. No. Ted Saskin was totally on the up and up. Spell vetting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Ted Saskin was completely above board the whole time. He left on his own volition because he thought he did everything he could. While exactly. his time in the town. It was like George Bush and the Simpsons. After having done everything I set out to do, there was no reason to run for a second term. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. Yes. Um, yeah. Now, I, now you know, now? not going to disparage really? the man's character or anything like that. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be the first. Hey, he wouldn't be the ah, ah, ah. He wouldn't be the first politician, now ex-politician, to bite the hand that once fed him. Yeah. So maybe we have to kind of sort of give him the benefit of the doubt. But you know that's an issue that's going to come up when he is formally introduced as the uh, PA executive director. You mm. know that issue is going to come up in four years' time when it's time to start negotiating the, the CBA again. Mm. Hooray! Next round of that. Oh, joy, oh, bliss. In four years' time, I'll be 64, one year away from retirement. Please, please, please. Anyway, um, but uh, you know that's going to come up. And if they end up in a labor dispute, um, you know that's going to be mentioned throughout. Or is, he, is he really representing the players? Is he going to get the best deal? And whatever the deal they come out with, you know, it's going to be uh, they're going to go over it with an extra fine tooth comb because they're going to want to find all the things where the players get screwed so they can basically hang it on him and say, see, see, he couldn't be trusted. He did backroom deals, backroom deals with Jeremy Jacobs and his buddies. So, yeah, I don't necessarily think that's 
you, you just leave yourself open to all this conflict. Mm. Basically, conflict of interest is what I'm trying mm. to say. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, little little role play time. Okay. Get the leather. Um, <clears throat> Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> you uh, hit the. You want me to hit the role play music? Yeah, play the role hit play the role music. Play music. <laughs> Got it. Play the role play music. Yeah, role play. All right, so Mark. Versatile. Mark, yeah, I know, right? Mark, you are you are the you are introducing Lyle, who is Matt, uh, Marty Walsh, and I will oh, play gosh. the report. Oh, the report. The you will open it up. Yeah. You will you will introduce Marty Walsh and open it up for questions, and I will be a reporter <laughs> in the. Okay, uh, so I'm just the the press secretary. You're the essentially. MC, essentially. Yeah. yeah. All right, and so on be- on behalf of uh, the NHL Players Association, everyone, please welcome. Uh, nope, nope. Hands down, I'm not done talking yet. Please. Please, I know that everyone is very, very, very anxious to ask questions of this man, but you got to give him a second. Give me a second to introduce Mr. Marty Walsh. Mar- Marty, Marty, are you done with your kebabs? Come on. Finishing the kebab, finishing the kebabs, finishing my kebabs what? and my baked beans. Perfect, love it. Because I am from Boston. Love it. Uh, yes, that's me, Marty. Uh, I, I, did you know that I was in uh, Joe Biden's cabinet? I was. And I don't mean liquor cabinet. That's just a little Boston humor. Ha ha. Anyway, uh, my name is Marty. I am the uh, the uh, the uh, NHLPA executive director, and I'm ready to take your questions now. Marty, 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 Marty. Yes, yes. Hi, yes. Uh, Dave Duleman, Times Journal. What about the donations, though? Uh, yes, Dookie man. Yes, yes. I love your work. Uh, did I uh, mention that uh, I used to be part of the uh, laborers' union? I used to run the laborers' union in Boston, and uh, I did a fine job there. So, uh, what I I think, uh, Mr. Dukeyman, that uh, I am well uh, well placed to be uh, the executive director of the NHL Players Association. Uh, quick follow up: That's like ten million over two terms. How do you, how do you think that's going to go into this uh, this whole uh, labor dispute between you and the NHL? Go. Well, Mr. Druckerman, uh, what could I say? But uh, I am once again pleased to uh, be the executive director. Did I tell you I am a season ticket holder of the Boston Bruins? Have been since 96. Uh, had my come-to-Jesus moment when I got into a drunken brawl outside of the old Boston Garden and uh, renounced my alcoholic ways. Uh, yes, I am uh, well-fit, well-suited to be the executive director of your NHL Players Association. Uh, yes, gentlemen yes. wearing the uh, fantastic-looking uh, Italian uh, jersey. Uh-huh. Trent Krim, the independent. Oh. <laughs> uh, how did you get into hockey? Uh, I got in the same way everybody else does. I purchased a ticket. Ah. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Mr. Tr- Mr. Trim, yeah, your, your name matches your uniform. You look very, very trim, Mr. Trim. Uh, let me just say that once again, uh, I have the total confidence of the, uh, the uh, players uh, executive of the NHL Players Association and look forward uh, to continuing uh, to represent them, this fine organization in this wonderful sport that I call hockey. Uh, yes, you, sir. Sean Leahy, unaffiliated. Listen. <laughs> Why is this bit just Mayor Joe Quimby and the McLaughlin group combined? Uh, Mr. Ginger, uh, you raise a very good point. Uh, let me just say uh, you put the lime in the coconut and you drink it all up, sir. 
that's uh, all I have to say about that. Uh, once again, I look forward uh, to uh, representing the NHL Players Association. And scene. <laughs> good work. Good work, Lyle. Good work, Johnny. Wow. Good work, Mark. Appreciate you. It's a good time. Oh my God. <laughs> the best part about that entire segment is that is that Lyle didn't answer a single fucking question. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> it's exactly what they need. I am ready for my political career. <laughs> Just call I was him. trying to f- come up with a different name for the independent. <laughs> I loved it. Trent Grimm instead. I loved it. Trent Grimm, the independent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I think we broke uh, we broke Mark on that one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he was going to close the segment, but we had just went on its own. So. <laughs> yeah. It, hey, it's all good. I'll get you next time. Do, I'll be right oh, back. That was a lot of fun. So, uh, so I guess the uh, the role of uh, the NHLPA new director that's mine now. Yeah, probably. That's yeah, my yeah. bit on the show. You got it, buddy. I mean, you have the best Boston accent. Out yeah, of all you of us. are. <gasps> you could do. Well, well, I can't do that wonderful Bay Bay accent that you guys have. So <laughs> you know, that's fine. But, but I, but I am like I, I, being as close to Boston as we are up here in Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, and Prince Edward Island. Uh, it's kind of easy to do that. We you know. We have a we, where I grew up in uh, in Yarmouth County. There's a little place called Clark's Harbor, except they all talk like they're from Boston. So Clark's Harbor, oh, you have to go pack the car in the yard. We don't know why. We, <laughs> we think that these are these are uh, rogue Massachusetts folks who are you know sneaking across the border and that's probably they... Protestants. Yeah, <laughs> bastards. <Filthy> bastards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'm Baptist. Ah, never mind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ah, oh, Boise. Good times. Presbyterians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, man, the Islanders wasted zero time giving Bo Horvat extension, huh? Oh, my boy. Howdy. Lord. Eight yeah, years. Phones um, autocorrect to Borat. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can't help but sit there though. If you're if you're a Vancouver Canucks fan right now, you're probably sitting there going, "Mother," because they wouldn't go above eight mil a season for Bo Horvat, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, you know we we gave uh, eight mil a season to JT Miller. We can't go above that. We can't go above that. So all it cost them was an extra five hundred thousand to go over. They barely went over. You know, <laughs> it's like you couldn't come up that fucking high. You couldn't come up that. High. And then they give but, JT Miller an alternate yeah. captain as well, alternate captaincy, which is, I'm sure, great for the yeah. fan base. But I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, though, boy, oh, boy, did he ever get a warm reception, though, uh, from the Islanders oh, fans. Yeah. I mean, chanting his name, he said he'd never, I loved his remarks at the end of the game. He said, I can't remember my name being chanted that loud before. And it's like right off the bat, they freaking love this guy. If he keeps scoring, oh, yeah, they're yeah. Good. that the love. that's going to be a long love affair. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that. Uh, but I also love Lou Lamarillo's honesty. <laughs> then the contract was announced. He just kind of looked at it and said, oh, what do I think? <laughs> it was too much money and for too long. What do you expect me to say? And I was just like, I wasn't expecting you to say that, but I appreciate your honesty, Lou. Thank you. <laughs> Don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, you know, hey. have, hasn't played a second for us yet, which was the funny thing about it. <laughs> he, they're going all on merit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm giving all this money just cause. Yeah, just for yeah. S's and gigs. But it puts to rest the whole uh, 
Yeah, he's going to get traded again, theory. So that kind of stinks. Oh, thank but... God. Jesus. Uh... As soon as it traded, it's like he, he did not acquire Bo Horvat to flip him a month later at the trade No, deadline. but think if they did, though. Think how funny that would be. <laughs> oh, that would have been a hoot. That's that so Lou. That would have definitely been Lamarillo-like. Yeah, that's definitely so, a Lamarillo move. Definitely How great so though would it have been if they traded for Horvat from Vancouver and then got a better return from another team at the trade deadline? That'd have been great. So like you, you send you a flip into Carolina and you get like Seth Jarvis and oh, yeah. you know, first round pick. And, yeah. yeah. You definitely got to wait till the injuries start hitting teams, playoff teams, and they get desperate to really get the good deals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that whole FOMO, oh, fear of missing out on the trade deadline, and there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, also, Dylan Cousins going up uh, another New York team. Dylan that Cousins nice. signing a deal. Yes. Just under the uh, Tage Thompson threshold. And that says something about how how highly valued, <clears throat> how, how much they highly value this kid. Yeah. This kid. yeah. Uh, Cousins, this is only his third season, you know. I don't know why. It seems like he's been around longer, but he hasn't. He was like a 2019 first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, was he, he had a really big in the World Juniors right yes. before he got yeah. drafted or yes, after, right was. after he got yeah, drafted. Canada, yeah, because he's a native of Yellowknife. Yes. Oh, n- that seems made up. <laughs> Northwest <Yeah>. Territory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, no, that's uh, that's just a, uh, a, just a terrific deal. And second time, boy, the Kevin Adams – you know, but this shows the difference, though, doesn't it? When he signed Tage Thompson, that contract, we were all, I eh, don't know about that. Eh. He signs Dylan Cousins to it. Oh, yeah, that's a good signing. Yeah. That's a good signing. But it is a good sign. I mean, what, 42 points in 49 games this season? Mm-hmm. Dylan Cousins is their second-line center, two-way center. I mean, the well, kid, he, he had a decent season last year, but, boy, has he ever – just, it just seems like all these young Sabres players are just having their breakout season all at once. Yeah, Tage Thompson did kind of buy him a little bit of um, I don't know if respect is the word, but I'm thinking around respect ish mm. because like the first time around, everybody's like, whoa, I mean, that's a that's a GM who doesn't know what he's doing and he's given too much money and he's doing this and doing that. And now all of a sudden, a year and a half or whatever later, everybody's like, holy shit, that looks like a steal for Tage Thompson. Type yeah. Of thing. And yeah, you know, so like <laughs> Tage Thompson did a lot for the GM in this situation. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing to remember, too, and we all forgot that Tage Thompson had an, had a last season really was his breakout performance. Yeah. I mean, come on, 68 points. That ain't nothing, right? Hey, if he got one more, it'd been really nice. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> then, you know, that would have then that would have made us appreciate number. that seven. That would have made us appreciate that seven point one mil all the more, right? Yeah, you know? maybe. Okay. On, I thought you were gonna say that seven foot frame, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. That seven foot frame, even well that too, because he's a big guy. And he's you seven can't feet on skates. There you go. That. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, but with for, but to Johnny's point though, yeah, I mean after that to sign Dylan Cousins to to you know to that uh, to that extension, I mean yeah, it, it really did. Kind of made everybody kind of was looking at Kevin Adams, look at Kevin Adams, a whole different perspective now. And then, you know, with and with Cousins, because with Tage Thompson, Thompson took a while to develop. He really did. It took him several years to get to this point. Whereas with Dylan Cousins, it's just been steady progression mm-hmm. since, you know, he came into the league, you know, uh, uh, three years ago. So, you know, that and he's only 21 as well, whereas I believe Thompson was 24 going on 25. I think when he signed that that deal, 
that contract extension. But regardless, uh, those you know, like the Thompson deal, that 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 one for Cousins, yeah, that that's going to be another one. Everybody's just going to marvel at in about two, three years' time. Going, my God, what a steal! You know, mm-hmm. what a bargain for the for the for both those two guys. They're going to be part of that Sabres future for a long time. They're going to be key parts of what I think is going to be a perennial playoff team in Buffalo. If they don't make it this year, and by God, they're making it interesting. Uh, if they don't make it this year, look out next season because next season it starts for sure. There's just too much talent, too much burgeoning young talent on that team that's just, you know, to be to be contained. They're just going to be yes. really, really. They're, gonna, they're they're just so much fun to watch. Bulging. They really are. They're so much fun to watch. Just just throbbing, throbbing talent yes, going undulating. on. Undulating <laughs> with talent, <It's> pulsing. <laughs> anyway, bursting with talent. <laughs> The thickness of Man. their talent. <laughs> this show has gone below the belt. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Um, sell storm bucket hats. Anyway, uh, uh, that could work in two ways, right? For the team and for your cracked bowling ball. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you have a cr- you have a cracked bowling ball? Oh, you not? Oh, you not? Oh, you didn't week? see this last week? No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. This might be one of the best marvels of science that I've ever seen. So my finger, it's like splitting an atom. So my finger holes were were a little cracked. Ooh, yeah. and, Ooh. Then, and then it just went. Then it just kept Whoa. going all the way around the ball. Holy cow! Till you get to the other finger, right there. Yeah, and it's still holding together somehow. Some way. Okay, so the crack's like not all the way through the ball. It's still yet. Yeah, it just looks yet. like it's cover stock. I want to try and figure out how to chisel this ball yeah, apart. Yeah, so like, hey, hold so you know, that, How did that happen, Scotty? I don't I mean, know. Because I've never seen a crack bowling ball before. Because here's what's happened. Chisel this ball. You can't, you can't ever talk about chiseling a man's balls we're gonna get, like we're gonna that. get demonetized. So it, you can see, like, there, it was cracked here and redone at one right. point. And it, right. and it cracked again. And I guess it just went into the thing here. And it's just been sitting in my office, climate-controlled. So it's not like it was weather- uh, mm. Assist it, and it just—I guess—it just weakened and just cracked all the way around. Mm. Wow! I'm gonna—I'm gonna blame—I'm gonna blame the cat. Still smells like cherry <laughs> though, so I got that's definitely Cooperall. Yeah, that's a Cooperall. Yeah. Well, those cats—they get into everything, you know. Exactly, man. You know, it's not a box. Bat, 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 bat. Yeah, that's true. Oh, he heard his name. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? You want to be on the show? Come on, Coop. Come on, bud. Ha. There's Coop. I got my big buddy. Yeah, why'd you why'd you mess up uh, Scotty's bowling ball there? Yeah. No comment. Oh, he's not gonna talk <laughs> now. Gonna oh, see. no comment, eh? Comment now? <laughs> Hi, buddy. Is that it? Anybody um, have any questions for Cooper? Any questions for Cooper? I'm only here so I don't get fined. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Cooper all also talks in a Boston accent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> weird part. All right, I'll let you down. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Lyle, how many teams are going to be dollar-in, dollar-out teams at the deadline? Well, we know Edmonton is for sure. Yeah. Um, basically, oh, geez. I mean, you, you've got 17 teams right now that are on LTIR just to be cap compliant. You've got six others who have $5 million or less in cap space. So I, I'm not going to say all of them, but a lot of them. How's that? How's that yeah, for Vegas? A good amount. 
A good amount, yeah. Uh, well, not mind you, not every LTIR team is is built the same way. Like Carolina Hurricanes, for example, putting uh, like Max Pacioretty on LTIR that gives them, I think, uh, something like ten point one mil in trade deadline cap mm-hmm. space. On the other hand, you got Edmonton, who have basically almost bugger all, so they have no choice. They like Carolina can afford to take on a salary. Edmonton can't, so it has to be dollar in, dollar out. In other words, if you want uh, Gavrikov or or if you're really dreaming big there in Edmonton, uh, Jacob Chikrin patrolling your blue line uh, starting on March 3rd, yeah, you're going to have to find the equivalent salary going the other way. Yeah, in, other words, in other words, will somebody please, please, please <laughs> take Yessi Pugliarvi off our hands. <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> mil, for the love of God, we will give you our first round pick. Please just take this guy. We're begging you because we can only do dollar in dollar out trades. Please help us. Mm-hmm. Every little bit helps. Please. <laughs> what, what do you have to do? Are we donating to the Oilers yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> when like, when did we... you morph into Sarah McLaughlin? Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's a starving, Beyond there's a starving oiler in Edmonton. <laughs> if you donate $35 a month. You too can help the Edmonton Oilers trade. Yes, he pulled you. Ah, I gotta love it. Now, Kenny Holland's just gonna be sitting there at a GM's meeting going, Come on! Well, what's more likely? Something happening at the deadline or something happening at the draft? Hmm. I mean, they need it. If they're needing it now, they're gonna probably need it at the deadline. Yeah. 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 uh, Well, there you Okay. Well, there you go. That's the answer. Yeah. The interesting thing is, is that, like, okay, I had. Pogliarvi sitting 20th out of 20 players on my NHL trade blog big board. The only reason why I put him there is because he'd been he'd been steadily dropping in each successive month that I was doing my monthly trade block big board. And I was going to leave him off and I'm like, nah, let's throw him there at number 20 with a brief explanation that you're probably not going to see him again after this. Yeah. And, uh, but interestingly, uh, Frank Valley again, from Daily Faceoff, uh, a few weeks back, was saying, oh, but the Oilers are having some interesting conversations with some teams uh, regarding Puyi So there's there, there's still a chance that they could trade him. Like, well, okay, but what are they going to have to include to move that contract? You know? He's yeah. this generation's Alice Hemsky. Kind of. Couldn't... That's not fair to Alex Hemsky. Alex Hemsky yeah. actually could could put up points when he was healthy. True, yeah. but and... he was on the trading block for 16 years in a row. That's a fair yes. point as well. <laughs> yes. And you could almost guarantee he was he'd go on all TIR at some point, and they wouldn't have to worry about his contract. It's <laughs> yeah. fair yeah. point, too. If only they had LTIR back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. How... He was I mean, the you could one always just. Every year that was in the trading trade blocks. He was Every always going to be traded week. until he got hurt, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Always there. Oh, yep. shoulder injury. He's yep. done for yes. the season. A lot yep. of shoulder injuries. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, this just in. They just hired uh, uh, Tanya Harding to the oh, training no. staff. Ooh. Oh. Shout out Jeff. Very Gal- weird maneuver. I Shout feel out Jeff like, Galuli. But... She's helping them with their power skating. <laughs> wink, wink. Yes. yes. Why, yes, though? Yes. Why? Uh... <laughs> It took a second. I got it. <laughs> I got it. It took a second. I went, Why? Why? <laughs> you just said it there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just couldn't be too. Yeah. It didn't need all. to uh, do it too obvious. So. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. we go. 
<laughs> so we're having good. fun. We're having that, fun. Yeah, that was good. That's that so good. Bad. I'm gonna get a text from Sean Leahy after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, I'm gonna get a text going, "You motherfucker! Why did you ever do that impression of me again? I swear to God." <laughs> and tell Lyle he can fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell that Mayor Quimby fuck to screw himself. <laughs> The worst Mayor Quimby impression ever. It's the worst impression ever. <laughs> so, yeah, good times, uh, great memories. Uh, Dylan Larkin, could he be on his way out to Detroit there, uh, Lyle? Uh, kind of rumors thinking, but honestly, I, I don't think so. I, I really don't could think so. Could it be so. a Keith Kachuk situation where he gets traded and then comes back in the summer? I suppose you couldn't rule it out, ah, but I know you can't. I, I, I really think that that Eisenman and Larkin want to get a deal. Well, he certainly like, and this is the thing: Larkin wants to stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a Michigan boy. He grew up a Red Wings good fan. Good Michigan boy. Good, good Michigan boy. <laughs> but he every every time people interview him, he's like, I've just seen myself as a Red Wing. I just want to be a Red Wing. It's like, yeah, these negotiations take time, but. You know, I think we can get something done, blah, blah, blah. But, of course, with, with Eisenman, it's the cone of silence. He's not going to tell you anything about negotiations. But um, I think Elliot Friedman made a good point, though, uh, in his 32 Thoughts column today. when He he said that if, if Eisenman thought there was going to be a problem resigning Larkin, he would have traded him last summer before his, his no-trade clause kicked in. Mm. And I think that's a fair point. If you anticipated there was going to be any difficulty, why put yourself through it? Just trade him. And then you'd have you would have had all last summer to go and try and find a suitable replacement because that's the thing, Dylan Larkin is the only thing they've got as a as a first line center, okay? And he's and he is a very good player. I think on a, on a deeper club he he's your second line center, but for a rebuilding team like Detroit, he fills that role very well as their first as their first line center. But there's nobody else they can put in that position, and it's not like even though. Yeah, the Red Wings are once again going to have a ton of cap space in the offseason. But let's face it, Detroit is not the go-to destination it once was. I mean, yes, he's, you know, the, uh, Eiserman spent for uh, free agent talent last year. But let's be honest, it was second-tier talent that he brought in, you know. It really, it really was. was. That was a good so, pickup. you know, I mean, David Perron, okay, you know, again, very good player. But this isn't like... You know, a first line center guy. He's just not, you know, or of the, you know what I mean? That a player of mm-hmm. that kind of caliber. Yeah. So it, and centers are really, really hard to get to, to, to bring in. So, I mean, if, if, if Bo Horvat had been available, was going to go to market, I don't know, maybe you could look to the market and go, well, if we can't get Larkin signed, we can always look there. But honestly, there's no guarantee you're going to be able to find a suitable replacement. And the Wings, we all kind of thought this year they were going to be a, a you know a playoff contender, and it's just looking like it's it's not going to happen. They're they're better, but they're still a couple of parts away. They still need some some more experienced depth there. But um, I don't think you 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 run the risk want to run that risk of setting back your development if you trade away your first line center because you can't resign him. You know, and I really don't think that it's going to cost like a boatload. I don't think that that Larkin's looking for nine mil a season here. Mm-hmm. I think we're talking probably eight point five mil. And for God's sake, you've got the money. Spend it. Do right. it. Keep him there. But I think, you know, I think obviously I think what Eisen is trying to do, Eisenman's going to sign him. I just think they've agreed on the term. We all know that the, the, the agreement is for eight years on both sides have agreed to that. 
I just think Eisenman wants to try and bring that salary. You know, if he could even possibly get it under eight mil, he'll he'll go for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I think he'll sign him, and it'll be somewhere in the eight point five mil neighborhood. There we go. That seems to be market value now. So yeah, and then yeah, with the cap going up, who the hell knows what's going to happen there? With depending on when the cap, how much the cap goes up. Let's be honest. Well, next well. Next season, it's going to be by one million, unless that revenue really exceeds projections. They get that, they get that that fucking escrow going, baby. Yeah. Well, Batman already walked back that original music oh, he did shame. earlier in the season of oh, yeah, it could go up by three to five point five to four million, and it's like uh no, it's only going to go up by a million unless we really exceed revenue, unless it really exceeds <laughs> huh? expectations. Huh? <laughs> Everybody, yeah, right now, all the, I can tell you right now, all the general managers are planning for it to only go up by one mil. Mm. Yeah, you know, unless another un year of the flat cap. Unless, unless the league and the PA sit down and decide and work something out where they can, you know, manage to elevate the cap by maybe two point five to three mil a season mm -hmm. to kind of give some more flexibility because. Let's face it, man. I mean, you can't have another. I mean, this season was bad enough to yeah. have 17, 18 teams having to use LTIR to be cap compliant. Next season, another year of a flat cap, we could be talking fucking 24, 25 teams. Well, look, mm. listen, Lyle, I want <laughs> somebody to, to do the advanced stats on how many man games were lost to the salary cap <laughs> this year. Ooh, because yeah. when you're mm -hmm. talking about people like teams that were not fielding entire benches, yeah, or fielding, icing, whatever the fuck. I no, don't care. No, that's the points taken. Yeah. yeah, but like, but we've never, we've always talked about man games lost to injury. But this mm. is the first year that I think we can talk about man games lost to salary cap. Yes, um, some teams struggled. For God's sake, the Florida Panthers haven't iced a full roster all season long. Jesus. Good. Okay, that's how tight they are right now calgary flames with you know, they've had instances where they couldn't ice a full roster several other clubs have had that problem you know and next season if it only goes up by a mil next season it, it's just going to be worse and then you're going to see a bunch of teams that are just yeah you're going to see a bunch of teams with shortened benches and that runs a greater risk for injuries you know and I'm sure that that point's going to be raised as well it's like look do we really want to start seeing some of our star players you know, winding up having to be double shifted in games because teams can't afford to, to to even call up guys. So you're icing 18 players and now Connor McDavid's blown out his knee or, you know, John Carlson is gone for the season or, you know, you know, Kale McCarr is, is done for half the year because he had to be double shifted. You know, do they really want to see that? So that but that's well, something that it's. It would have to come up, and if they're going to do this, it would have to be negotiations would have to be sometime in April or May mm -hmm. so that they can work it out so that they can formally announce before um, the start, the official start of next season, which is July 1st, so they know how much money the teams are going to have to work with. It sucks the most for the players whose contracts are expiring after this year. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. Because obviously they're going to get way lower than mm -hmm. market value. Yeah. Then they would have gotten had the set. Well, okay, maybe not way lower, but definitely, certainly lower than yeah. they would have gotten had the salary cap gone up. The rank know, and file a, guys. Exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, the guys that are on these two and three year, mm -hmm. $1.1 $1 .1 million, whatever contracts, right? They're going to wind up yeah. on two way deals probably. But again, for maybe one I, or two years. I agree with you. But again, I mentioned this before the players have no one to blame for this but themselves. 
And I, again, not to rehash the whole thing over again, but Batman came to them, said, look, our, our, our projections were, were far worse than we thought they were going to be. We need you guys to give us some more in escrow this year. And that way we can raise the cap quicker once you guys make make the owners whole again. But if they if the if the players had done what Batman had approached them and asked them to do, you wouldn't have seen a flat cap this year. Oh. Revenue would have been four mil no. up through the roof, would have jumped Ooh. four mil for this season. Yeah. But because yeah. the players refused, mm. and again, I understand the suspicion that was there. Batman bears some of that brunt too, but ultimately it was the players. Yeah. And 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 their agents, yeah. because their agents need they need to get their they need to wet their beaks. So Plus all the players that watch our show just love the flat cap. So. Oh, they love it. Exactly. Exactly. Marty would have signed Johnny up for that in a flat cap. You know that. <laughs> yep. So that's the situation. I mean, guys like David Pasternak, he's going to get paid. 11, 11.5 million season on eight-year deal. He's going to get his money. Yep. But somebody else in the Bruins organization is going to have to take a lot less. Mm-hmm. So. Suck yeah. on them. Oh, that yeah. I appreciate the chaos, but I don't like when you bring in the little man in. Mm. Right. Yeah. Well, and the bottom line is it's no good. It's it's not good for the quality of, of play. Because yeah. again, you're talking shortened benches, then you're talking guys getting hurt who are being double shifted, having to play more minutes than they're used to, and it just brings down the quality of the game. Right. Simple as that. So I think as I said, Batman hasn't said anything about you know, artificially raising the cap for next season, but he hasn't ruled it out. I haven't heard him dismissively say for certainty, no, we're not doing this. So I think he, I, that the NHLPA is open to it. I think there are people on the owner side who are definitely open to it, you know, so hopefully they'll work something out. But if, the, if, if they don't have meetings to at least start discussing it in April, then it's not going to happen because they're going to need to have the time to hash it out. Because again, they announce what the salary cap is going to be, you know, usually seven to 10 days before the official start of the next season, which this year is back to being July 1st. So we're going to need to know by at the most, you know, by at least June 20th of mm-hmm. what it's going to be. And, uh, you know, so they've got to have these talks starting in, in April. We get if the calendar flips to May and there's been no talks about it, then it's not going to happen. And it's just going to be another year of Johnny rocking a flat cap. There it is. Yes. There it is. Yes. That'll be four years of a $12 purchase from Amazon. That's $3 a year, man. That's good value. But it looks, just mm-hmm. keeps getting better. And it yeah. looks good yeah. on you. It's a good thing you bought it four years ago. because Well, yes. I bought it at a good yeah. time. It was yeah. before inflation. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bought it yeah. at a good time. You bought it, no you bought it in a pre, pre-COVID world, too. Yeah. Pre-COVID yeah. world. Yeah, so. that it's a good front-loaded yeah. purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't yeah, allow yeah. that in this year's. It's uh... the Dylan Cousins of flat caps. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> that is uh that's a that's a very high honor for a gray flat cap. I believe it is, yes. Perfect. Uh, that has an elastic back to it, so that I can do different people with head people with different heads can wear it. There you go, cool. diverse head sizes, diversify your bonds. Mm. Um, Patrick Kane's kind of sounding like this is his last rodeo in Chicago, man. Yeah, he's very the, inflective the, of yeah. all this. Yeah, the, the the tone has definitely changed there now. Um, you know, to where it's like, oh, we haven't reached a decision yet. We don't know, and oh, you know, well, we talked about it last week. And honestly, like, I really don't think that they really wanted to go, that him and Jonathan Taze, I think they really wanted to try to find some way to stay. 
You could just tell the way this whole thing of they're going to make their decision in December. Well, no, no, they're going to make their decision in mid-January. Well, now mid-Feb for sure. You know, well, it kind of sort of got to be mid-Feb for sure because the trade yeah. deadline two weeks away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, now the talk is um, if if he's willing to go, that uh, they they they're going to let interested teams know about uh, roughly seven to ten days before the trade deadline. Um, there are teams that have called about both players, but obviously a lot more called about Kane. And I think um, I think the way, way it's going to happen is is uh, Blackhawks management are going to basically tell Kane and Taze, look, here are the teams that are interested in you, okay? Which ones are you willing to waive your no-movement clauses for? And those teams, they will then contact them and say, he's interested in coming to your team, what are you going to give us? And then it's just going to be after that, whichever team gives them the best offer, that's where those guys are going to end up. But it's it, it's ultimately up to Kane and Taze to decide if they actually want to do that. Remember, I, I said they could pull Matt Sundin and say, nope, I, I'm going to finish my contract here. I don't feel right about being a rental player. I'll finish my term here and then I'll test the free agent market. They could just as easily do that. Mm-hmm. And they've but, earned that, too. Yes, absolutely. yes, they absolutely have earned that. Now, if if they say they don't want to do that, I any Blackhawks fan who gives them grief over that can go suck eggs because they everything they've done for that franchise. Different version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can suck whatever you whatever you want to tell them to suck. Yeah. <laughs> but I honestly, though, I don't think you're going to see Blackhawks fans react that way. This, this isn't Toronto. No. You know, no. <laughs> these aren't Leafs fans. Sure. No, these are Blackhawks fans. And say what you will about you know the Blackhawks as an organization, they've taken justifiably a lot of a lot of uh, stick over the last couple of years. But their fans, the fan base now, they they love that team and they especially love Kane and Taze everybody who was part of those three Stanley Cups so if those guys decide they want to leave or they want to stay I think Blackhawks fans are going to be cool with it either way yep yeah they they are owing nothing to the Blackhawks faithful they brought them three cups for fuck's sake so exactly exactly and And started the trend of putting people in LTIR right before the and then the playoffs are miraculously secured miraculously Um, they pioneered that baby they They pioneered trendsetter baby but the one thing I will say about Patrick Kane, though, is is I'm sure there's a market, but how how many teams are willing to take the chance? Because apparently he has a hip injury. Now mm-hmm. he's willing to play through it, and he's been playing through it. But that would certainly explain why his numbers are down. Now you could say also make the counter argument: Well, his numbers are down because the Blackhawks suck this year. They don't have any depth, and he's got nobody really to pass to. So, and that's a fair point. Valid point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you also have to wonder, though, how much that that hip injury is going to affect things. And and Arthur Staple of, of the Athletic raised that point, and he said, you know, if if he doesn't shut it down and get that hip injury, basically get the surgery now, so he can start being prepared for free agency this summer and for next season. Basically, you're talking now a future Hall of Famer who right now is damaged goods, mm-hmm. and. How is that going to affect the return you get? You're looking for, for at least a first-round pick and a top prospect and a good young player for a healthy Patrick Kane. What are you going to get for damaged goods? You going to get that first-round pick? Maybe not. Yeah. You know, I think if if Kane gets traded, Blackhawks fans should prepare themselves to be a bit disappointed in the return, and right. it will have nothing to do with Kyle Davidson's abilities to negotiate. 
because teams are going to be going, how bad it is, is his hip? Can he play? And what kind of, like, is, are we talking here? Like, is he at 90%, 70%, 50%? The more down the scale that goes, the lower that return's going to be. So if I'm a Blackhawks fan right now, don't get your hopes up that you're going to get a King's ransom for, for this guy. And the same goes for Jonathan Taze. I mean, Taze isn't injured, but you can tell his style of play, is, it's, it's caught up with him, mm-hmm. you know, that, I mean, he, he, yeah, listen, you know, a month and a half ago, we were talking about, hey, he's on pace to hit 30 goals for the first time in six years. Oh, this is great. Yeah. And he's only scored two goals since then. Yeah. So saying them all right yeah. again. Teams will be interested in them, but don't expect a King's ransom for either one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kane and Taves, <clears throat> both to the Kings. Oh, that's good moves. In like a Jeff Carter, Mike Richards sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, for the, for the ransom. Yeah, for the ransom. Would, oh. Yes, oh, just yeah. for the ransom part. Plus, also, so Arthur, Arthur Staple being a journalist is by far the best thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, could, it, could you get a more dead-on profession if that's your last name? Right. <laughs> Well, he could work so, at Staples. Unless he was working at Office Depot. Okay. <laughs> so from a thinking outside the box standpoint here, uh-huh. yes. if the Blackhawks are effectively, let's say that the hip injury is is bad enough that they're not going to get much of a return on a free agent this summer, mm-hmm. what's stopping them from signing Kane to a one-year, very affordable deal, assuming that he wants to do it, Right. To, and then putting him directly on IR and then trading him on that affordable one one year deal so that Kane has something to prove on the new team he goes to 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 earn his longer potentially more you know money laden contract to well, end he's out already his career. over thirty five right <clears throat> yeah no no he's oh. thirty four no he's thirty four guys. Now it depends if he's 35. Depend. You know, it's going to depend on when his birthday is, though. If you're going to sign that one year, if, if you're talking on. a one year kind of bonus laden contract. Yeah, um, just just to just yeah. so the Blackhawks can like get that. their first round pick. He yeah, will be the, 35 in November. Yeah. Uh, see, won't work. Oh. That won't work. Won't work. You, 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 they would have to say he's an unrestricted free agent July 1st. You'd have to sign that. Con- he'd have to sign that contract. This summer, he'd be 34. You can't give him that bonus-laden deal, Ugh. that one-year bonus-laden deal. But I'll tell you, the reason why, though, Mark, why they're not going to do that, I, I mean, yeah, hypothetically, you might be able to do that, though you were talking about putting him on long-term injury reserve after you signed him. Well, if he has the hip injury. Yeah. If but, the injury is uh, is something that he's not going to be able to play on. Kind of like a yeah, backstrip thing. The this only year. reason you would put right. him on LTI, well, you the only reason you put him on LTIR is if you're looking at exceeding the cap. Okay. okay. If you are well below the cap, which the Blackhawks, trust me, are going to be next mm-hmm. season, he just goes on IR, which means that cap hit still counts against their uh, cap payroll. Yeah. Currently, the uh, Blackhawks at 35 million. For, neck, for that, 13 is that, players. Is that, how much, is that how much cap space they got or how much? That's they how much committed? they, that's how much, uh, that's their cap hit, 35 mil. So they yeah, have, so, uh, sorry, 38 mil. So they'll yeah. have 44 million in cap space. Yeah. And trust me, they're not going to be uh, signing a lot of expensive guys. But the real reason, though, is from what I've been reading is the, the Blackhawks want to move on. Hmm. It's And I honestly, I can kind of understand that feeling. 
Yeah. Because if if you're bringing Kane and Taze back, you're not really letting go of the past now and building your own move. You're not moving on from the old group to the you know to the next chapter. And from what I from what I read today, it's it's the Blackhawks kind of want to move on now, you know. So if that's the case, Kane and Taze is like, thank you for everything you did, guys. But we need to close your chapter now and start a new one. And I think that's the direction they want to go in. So, yeah, they're they're both going to be playing on new teams, if not by the trade deadline, then most certainly this summer. Play on player. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> Lyle, what do you uh, what do you think about the cap signings of uh, Dylan Strome and good Long Island boy Sonny Milano? I like them. I like them. Um, it was nice to see Dylan. Dylan Strome's finally got a forever home. Oh, sweet. <laughs> you know, well, because he gets traded. He started out with Arizona, and it and they they traded in Chicago for what three four years, but it, it was just so strange. Well, it was so strange because had different coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, the the tall time he was there. But he, he comes to he comes to Washington and he establishes himself. He gets to play center, which is where he wants to be, you know. Uh, and I thought it was a fairly I thought it was a reasonable contract. I mean, you guys are you guys not happy with uh, having Dylan Strong? Oh no, I like it. It's a good deal. Well. Yeah, I thought I'm it was fine with uh, it. Yeah, I feel like Eller is going to be traded at the deadline now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could happen. You're not you're not wrong there, Johnny. That could happen. His name has been coming up well, a fair bit lately. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to. I mean, you're gonna have to do that, right? You're gonna have like, to. Like, I actually sent this text to one of my friends this week, who's a Caps fan, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, "You thank Eller for scoring the game-winning goal that won you the Stanley Cup." And you said, "We appreciate your time here. When you come back, you'll have a tribute video, but we need to move you." Well, yeah. I, I think, and I think also you got to give some of that three and a half million that's tied up now to Mojo. Mojo has been lights <laughs> out. There you go. Mojo for this lights team. out. Loyal. He's been just he, he he has a capital. He was born with a Capitals logo on his. He's heart. got the he's I got the weagle on his ass. He's ready to but go. Guys, guys. Oh, wow, wow, wow! If he was born with the Capitals logo on his chest, he is way better than the sheets that fucking John Tavares. That's had. true. Yeah, absolutely. I mean he bought those at Walmart. But let's be honest, <laughs> or guys, Kmart. guys, guys, yeah. we all know the real reason why you've got to spend that money on Mojo. Because if we don't, it's just gonna break. Mark's heart. Exactly. We yeah. know that. Mark, yeah. leader no, of the Mark Mojo fan club. Marcus Johansson signed jersey on his wall. It's beyond me. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's, I, it, you know. John Carlson, Mark, Sergei Fedorov. Come on. Mark marks out. A number 40 yes. Barlamov. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark marks out for Mojo. I love that. <laughs> so, uh, so I will, I, I'll say, I, I, I spoke with Steve Torrey at length. About uh, yes, this, this the week. venerable Steve okay. story. This sounds like a great story already. <laughs> uh, so he and he and I agreed. We're both willing to accept that Mojo, Mojo has is our Lord and Savior. This year. Wow, wow. Mojo you has are, improved. You guys are showing growth as humans. However, oh no, here oh, it is. There's a <laughs> However, everyone keeps sending me these advanced stats, <laughs> and they mean absolutely fucking nothing to me. You can you pull up the, I'm yes. gonna pull up the yes. freaking text speak, message and you guys can maybe off. hopefully okay. tell me what the fuck this shit means. Sure. And if we don't, I'm gonna make something up. That's fine okay. too. That you so, should. Okay. You should. So the projected war, it's, I think I get. Hang on. This. Hang on first. 
it's Wait. time to play real or phony, <laughs> yeah. in which we so, determine if this is real analytics or a <laughs> phony one. <laughs> real or phony. All right, so this Thank is the, he- the headline here, okay? Yes. Okay. Marcus Johansson's projected uh, war, I believe, is wins above, above replacement, yes. correct? You are correct. Right, All right, so 64%. Wait, 64%. That's a real thing. So, okay. so the win, that, that means the, the Capitals win 64% more than the replacement that would be him in his in the lineup. Exactly. Which makes sense. In, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is me here, Johnny. Yes. Give okay. me a sec. <laughs> I get that. The wins above replacement makes sense for, like, pitchers in baseball sure. or, like, Millers. anyone in baseball. Yeah. But Marcus Johansson... Can't anyone like who? Who is his replacement? They don't even fucking know who his replacement is. So what is sixty? How do you quantify that? Okay, exactly. Yeah. Next. Yeah. EV offense. No fucking clue what EV means. What does EV mean? It's an electric. I, I believe vehicle. that's even they, strength, isn't it? Yeah. They plug that's Marcus strength Johansson. Offense? No, yeah. they have to plug Marcus Johansson in before. That makes sense. Change. That makes <laughs> more sense. So actually. that's at forty nine percent. Yeah. Okay. The fuck does that mean? Nothing. That means his battery's deteriorating. Yeah, we got to get And him. over time, battery lithium batteries deteriorate. So he's been yeah, in the league it. for so long yeah. that right now his charge doesn't last throughout yeah. the entire game. I mean, that, but the EV offense seems like average. So yeah. that's not <laughs> impressive to me. All right. That don't impress you much. 49% is right there in the middle. Sorry, EV defense, just, 65%. Sorry, on. Hold on, Mark. Just, Calm down. I that analogy from Johnny absolutely <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. Sorry. There you that's go. great. Okay, go I mean, ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. It is kind of true, though, right? Like, yeah, got yeah. it. Yes. His EV defense, sixty-five percent. Okay, so he okay. back checks well, perhaps. Yes, but he also turns the save, puck over a lot but, in the offensive zone. So doesn't energy. that kind of wash out? Yeah, but when you're playing defense, you actually save more energy. So yeah. that's why his battery loss last time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on defense. Yep. Like it's Fair like enough. your cell phone. If you're playing like a mobile game, you're on attack, mm-hmm. and you're gonna your your battery's gonna go down faster because you're playing Marvel uh, Champions or whatever, you know. But if you're not playing a game on your phone, you're on defense, and yeah. your phone lasts longer. Uh-huh. That's well, I think stats. you've just come up with the best description of Perfect. analytics. You ever. did it, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You did it, man. Thank you. All right. So we'll we'll roll through roll through the rest of these. Yes. So power do. play, forty eight percent of the time. I'm guessing that means he's on forty eight percent of the power plays. Yeah, that sure. kind of yes. makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Penalty kill, NA. He's never killed a penalty in in the entire <laughs> That's season. Right. That's apparently. fine. Not on the penalty kill. Fair enough. Good. Finishing, fifty five percent. Which is odd because he's Swedish. What does that mean? He is Swedish. It's odd because he's Swedish. <laughs> so. Finishing. Well, wait, does that mean five percent finish? Wait, Maybe so just is there finishing a... a play? I I don't know. It's just it's literally just says finishing fifty five percent. So Sweden is very close to Finland. So there's sure a possibility is, yeah. that what they're saying is that his town is fifty five percent Swedish. That's true. From where he, or, or Finnish from where he came from. I mean, maybe, maybe they maybe they did stuff. like a blood test on. 28 and oh, yeah, no, yeah, 23 and me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, so he's, 40, he's 55% finished because he's very close. 55% finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one makes yeah, yeah. sense. I feel like a lot of those Norwegian countries, though, would probably have pretty high percentage <laughs> Yeah. Scandinavian, you fool. <laughs> Same place. <laughs> Norwegian countries. <laughs> All right, oh, so th- these... So these... 
How many countries we got in this country? (laughs) (laughs) So these are the ones that are are sort of my favorites here. So goals per 60, 27%. That's good. First of all, that's already a fraction. Making a a percentage out of a fraction makes no fucking sense. Nah, it's fine, though. No, it's fine. Goals per 60, 27%. That's good. Okay, great. I like that. That's yeah. goals per 60 minutes, right? Yeah. That's, so that's he scores per... tw- 27% of the time he scores. So he, he scores sc- a goal every four games. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There you go. Just fucking say that. <laughs> nope. No, we got to do it over 60, though. <laughs> so primary assist per 60, 21%. Okay. okay. So good. he has a primary assist every five yeah. games. Sure. Yes. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Okay. Penalties, 79%. Okay. Now, I know that doesn't mean he takes a penalty in four out of every five games, so that makes no fucking sense to me. <laughs> so these are my two favorite advanced stats. Competition, 48%. Okay. Sure. Oh, that's, that's that's when... compete level. So that's that's when they get the... Uh, well, they need to take x-rays, x-rays to see if you have that yeah. dog in you. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you Marcus Johansson had that dog in him? Yeah, yeah. That's Those are the pictures you see on Twitter when they were like, here's the x-ray. They got to like Photoshop a dog in somebody's yeah. lung, Four, which I'm pretty certain wouldn't help you breathe. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. 48% is a little low for my Hold on, Johnny. Does not having a dog in your lungs make you breathe better? Didn't think so. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it depends, though, because well, dogs whichever can't. side whichever side the non-breathing is on is, is probably the side I'm on. How many dogs over two lungs do you have? <laughs> Probably one in each. What's that advanced like stat like? It feels like I have one in each because breathing's optional. And, and you do yeah. get a little growly at times. See, very. Oh, I think we go. figured so, it out. So my my forty eight. I, I I really need him to bump up his competition numbers. Those sure. Are, those are that's not a, great that's numbers. the compete level they talk about, and they think it's just yeah. rah rah shit. No, it's real yeah. intangible. And then and then, sixty. The final number here. Okay. Not a great, not a great value. It's, we'll, in, we'll be the, it's in red here. Oh, we'll the be teammates' the... value. Oh no. Thirty, only thirty-four percent. Oh, that's a shame. And I, I'm assuming that means that only thirty-four percent of his teammates like him. Oh, yes. only one third of his team invites <laughs> him out to <laughs> Applebee's after the game. Like no, 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 no. It, uh, it goes back to the Scandinavian and Norwegian countries. Sure. Yeah. I was talking about earlier. Yep. That's thirty-four percent of his team matched on the twenty-three and me. So that's. What it was that's that's what it comes down to is you have to you have to have all those countries with the rest of your teammates got that's it. it that's like it's like one of those fifa ultimate team sort of things where you where if you're at the same either the same club or the same country as your teammate then you get that green bar mm, otherwise yeah. you get that you get red that bump bar. yeah 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 Got it. I okay, mean, when well, they these traded... advanced stats now make sense. All right, see, now you're uh, coming around. That probably went down when they got rid of Axel Fiabi. That, no, yeah, that's that's the, right. that's the flow per 60. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, right. hair, hair, hair per 60. Hair products per <laughs> 60 right. minutes. So, that's my that's my advanced stats mojo. Do we have time for games? No, yes, Did we I do. Of course, we have too much time. No, we fine. always have time for uh, games. We always have time for All games. All right, last week, uh, Johnny was the big winner. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> uh, so he... I started to learn. I, I started learning how to cuss in Italian. Yeah. So now I just say "fortuto inferno," which mm. means "fucking hell," but nice. it sounds like more that. fun. That's a good I like one. That. Sounds really cool. Uh, <laughs> I was in actually. Sorry, Lyle won, but Johnny was in second. Oh, uh, that's so he beat. Yeah, that's just as bad for me. Yeah. So I was in third. Mark was Fortuto in fourth. Inferno. Sean Leahy, happy to be here. Um, this week the SPHL. Don't you dare ah. miss it. Unlike Vermilion County. Um Mark Can I pick that? <laughs> Mark, go ahead. You're first. 
Oh, son of a hooker. Which S- I think it wasn't SPHL, baby. SPHL. SPHL. First pick. Yes. Yeah. First overall pick in the SPHL. Uh, I'm going to go with. Um, 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 I, I don't know. The Evansville Thunderbolts. Just because they have a really, they, they can only fit exactly nine thousand people in their arena, apparently, That's good. which seems That's good. very unlikely given the, given the how how silly it would be if you only built nine thousand seats in your arena, not like nine thousand and twenty-seven <laughs> or something. It just doesn't seem doesn't seem likely to me. Yeah, but okay, Johnny, I am up now. <laughs> I'll do it, and I got a big lead, so I can do this. Because for the year, I'm up 161. The next closest is Mark at 139. I'm going to pick the Vermilion County Bobcats. <laughs> yes, there you go. Good work. Coached nice by enough. Vacant. Yeah, exactly. This is, might, this is a team that probably won't play ever again. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a team that forfeited a home game, so God, you know they're so great. Smart. Yeah. It's so smart. Damn it. If only I didn't have a good week last right? week. Right? Mm. Johnny, now you're up. Shit. <laughs> I was going to uh, try to be nice, but I figured, nah, I got enough big enough lead. I can make this happen. I'm going to go with the team that plays at the uh, vibrant arena Ooh. at the Mark. The Mark. Mark. The Mark. Quad City Storm. Oh. And they have a coach that has a PS with the lots of Zs and, and other <laughs> consonants and stuff in it. Uh, Pazinski. Oh. Who were you? I I had you taking another person, uh, Lyle. Yeah, there's, a, you, there's a couple. I, I, I had two other WWE. There's a couple's in here. In this one. Yeah. Yeah. So Lyle, you're up now. My bad. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, who was I? Who did I take last time? Uh, uh, last Scotty? time. Please say it's the storm. Uh, you took the Roanoke, the rail oh, yard okay. dogs. Grab them cakes. Okay. Well. Shit. There's a couple oh, here. Yeah. You still got a couple. I got a oh, I got a couple here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the the easy layup here, the Huntsville Halloween Havoc. There you go. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, there we go. We also would have uh, taken the the uh, Birmingham Brahma Bulls. Yeah, I was looking at that too. I uh, would have taken those. We also would have taken the making WCW mayhem. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Was WCW Mayhem? That was a video the game. Thursday night show, or was that? that, that was, no, that was, that was Thunder. Thunder. That was Thunder. Thunder. The Thursday. video Mayhem game. Mayhem was video. Pay per view. Mayhem was a pay per view. Yeah. Yep. And a video <clears> game. <throat> so. God, right. I gotta. I gotta go find my old WCW N64 games and really play through those to remember all. Of was there like a career that. mode on that? Oh, there, sure was. there was. I yeah. think there was. Wow. Not right. the very first one. The very <laughs> first one was just very simple. Sure. But it was uh, WCW. WCW. Crap. Which one? Was it Mayhem? It might have been called Mayhem. The second yeah. one that came out. Yeah, I that think it had, was. Like, I said the it was actual, a video game. Yeah. Yeah. The actual yeah. Uh, story mode in it. There we go. All right. Let's get to some. Let's get to Ha Ha Fuck You. All right. I need a beer for this one. Oh, yeah. Mayhem was the fucking game. <clears throat> How about that? All right. Go, go get your beer, Mark. Well, you get your You're going to need it. You're going to need the beer. We're gonna go. Oh, no. We're gonna go one if by land, two if by sea. In this one, um, it is a a game like no other. We're going November nineteenth, twenty sixteen. Okay. It was oh, a game. Recent. A game that lasted two hours and thirty eight minutes. 
Okay. A total of five goals in this game. <clears throat> the attendance was 13,148 at the Gila River Arena. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the San Jose Sharks traveled to Arizona to take on the Coyotes. Arizona. There is no Arizona, but there is now. It was an overtime yeah. game, overtime winner for the Coyotes. Three to two. Oh. All right. Johnny, we'll start with you. Coyotes, Sharks, don't you dare miss it. What year? 2016. 2016 Thank before you. the deadline. Uh, Shane Doan. Shane Doan's on the board. That's as layup as you're going to get. Let's go. Let's That's the best go. layup I've ever made. I'm 5'3". <laughs> Mark. Keith Yandel. Keith Yandel. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Mm. 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 Lyle. <laughs> okay. San Jose Sharks, eh? Yep, San Jose Sharks, Arizona Coyotes. Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton on the board. Uh, to Johnny. Patrick <clears throat> Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe on the board. To Mark. Brent Burns. Brent Burns on the board. Sharks yes. are going. A run of Sharks. Shock week. Lyle. <laughs> Logan Couture. Logan Couture. You are high Couture yourself on the board. Johnny P. I'm going to mess this all up. Sorry, right, buddy. Okay. Mike Smith. Mike Smith's on the board, but he's a coyote. Hey, look at you. Wow. But? What was the but? He played he's for the a coyote. Coyotes, yeah. He's not oh. a shark. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, hey, you got it. Got Didn't it. Keep the roll going. Mark. Anti Niemi? Sorry. Damn. Ooh. Everybody's favorite ant was not in this game. This is going to be the hard one, I think. Could be. Could be. Could be. Lyle. Uh, Joe Pavelski. Joe Pavelski's on that board. Oh. To Johnny. Um, Aaron Dell. Sorry. No Aaron Dell. Good Aaron. You know what? You get the farmer and the Dell bonus of the week. Nice. So. Cowbots. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. Man. <laughs> Coyotes. Um. Damn. Um, I got I feel like I got nothing for the Coyotes. Uh, I feel like I got nothing for the Sharks. <laughs> also, but uh, fuck it. It's just uh, Mike Bodker. I know he's not there, but let's move on. On the board. Get out of here. <laughs> Mike Bodker was still there. With San Jose, not so with good. Arizona. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. So there you go. That's amazing. Lyle. I'm um, sticking with the Sharks. Mark Edward Vlasic. Oh, the pickle man's there. Yeah. The pickle man. Pickle man. Uh to Johnny. Um uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. Oh E A on the board. Guys are killing it today. Good boy. Killing That's it today. actually who I was trying to think of. There we I go. Couldn't... Well, who are you thinking well, of? Well he didn't now? block shots, so it's you wouldn't thought of it. It's true. Who are you thinking of now? <laughs> handle not there. That's ridiculous. Well, he's probably Florida at this point. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, buddy. Before the God. deadline. Before that deadline. Um, Marty Hansel. Ooh. Mark on the board. Hansel. On oh, the board. wow! Just that. Easy. Had to scroll down a little bit. Jeez. Lyle, keep it going, buddy. Uh, Thomas Hurdle. 
Tomash Hurdle. Hurdle. That's where it ends. Sorry. Uh, oh, come Ooh, on. Sorry. Uh, He's on the team. I know he was on the team. Hurdle. He just, I know, playing Hurdle. Was he? I know. He was injured. He was he Hurdle. Was, he was on the team that year, yes. Okay. Tomas Hurdle, yes. God damn it, yeah. Right. He had he had knee injuries though. Yeah. Early in his yeah, that was early in his career he had knee injuries. So yeah. yeah, that uh that season he only played forty nine games. So Shit. that'll do no. it. That'll do it to you, Lyle. Always getting the injured guy. Always getting the injured guy. Always guys. injured guy. Johnny, who do you got? You get pick a non injured guy. Yeah. We'll see what happens. See what we got, buddy. Um Clayton Keller. Clayton Ooh. Keller's a good pick, but he's not on the board. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Too young. Too yeah, young. Yeah, that must have been right for his rookie year. Yeah. Mark? Adrian Coin. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry. Now we're running bad picks. Uh, Lyle? <laughs> All right. I'm going to, since I've kind of run a Sharks here now, um, Max Domi? Max Domi's on the board. We're back at it. Here we go. Let's go. Wow. On a run now. Johnny, give us something. Oh, man. I'm still trying to think of the Sharks goalie, Here we go. um, Sharks. which I don't know if I'm going to get or not. Maybe. Oh, I oh. had an epiphany. Oh. Yes. You just said Sharks goalie and the light just went on. Ooh. <laughs> we I knew... don't mean the goal light. I was going to say, we knew we, knew <laughs> we had a goalie. Uh, Johnny? <laughs> um, man. Oh, geez. Uh, Ooh. Chris Pronger's contract? Sorry, not listed on the roster sheet. Unfortunately. On the board, though, probably. <laughs> you get the you get the long you get the it's on, on against the cap. You get the against the cap uh, award of the night. You get the yeah. cap floor award. Of yeah, the cap night. floor of the night. Uh, Mark, I'm gonna beat Lyle to it because uh, I think I know who he was about to say. Oh, I'm gonna no. go with Martin Jones. Martin, Son of a bitch. Martin on the board. Oh, got job, him. Good man. job, Mark. Way to snipe that. Snape, you take that Canadian fuck down. What? <laughs> take him down a peg, huh? Yes. <laughs> got he duly noted. Yes. <laughs> Decade of excellence, Lyle. Decade of excellence. Yep. Where it, where what is it? Where the point the points are made up and the score don't matter. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I just wasn't expecting to hear take that Canadian fuck down. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. Oh, um, back with Coyotes. I'm thinking Anthony Duclair. Anthony Duclair's on the board, you best believe. Ah, uh, Duclair. There it is. Wow. In your face. <laughs> In yeah, your face. Yes, yes, eat the fish. <laughs> Johnny. Oh, uh, man. Um, hmm. uh, nope. No, that was. Just do it. Just, you know, you it's, want to. It's way too long. Uh, I think it was before. I think I don't think that this happened until recently, but I'm going to go with Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson. Sorry. Way too soon. Yeah, mm. a little bit still uh, Ottawa, I believe. Well, Aww. I mean, I didn't know how long the four-year knee injury took. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, sorry. Uh, I know he's probably not there. I don't care. Yannick yeah. Perot. Yannick Perot, not on the boards. He could have easily been winning face-offs. Could have been. Mid-40s. For either team. Yeah. Uh, Lyle. 
Mike Sillinger. <laughs> Sorry, no Mike. I, I can't think of there, anybody now. We'll do a last call right now. There are still two Caps legends uh, mm. on the board. You know, and I had thought of somebody that I don't know if this is the right one or okay. not. Okay. I was going to go with Scott Hannon. Sorry. Mm. Wasn't no. he the guy that came from the Sharks to the Caps, though? Yes. Damn it. One of them. <laughs> Mark. Uh, really? Last call. Turn again? <laughs> Last call, though. Jeez. Uh... <sighs> Jeremy Roenick. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Lyle, last call. Last call. Cody Eakin. Cody Eakin. Sorry. Yeah. I get nothing. Uh, was Mike Greer still playing at this time? He was not. No. No. Uh, for the Sharks, Michael Bodker was mentioned. Justin Braun. Burns was mentioned. Couture was mentioned. Brendan Dillon. Brendan uh, Dillon, Caps he was legend. the other one. Yep. Brendan Dillon. Damn it. <clears throat> Jonas Donskoy, Michael Healy, Kevin LeBanc. Uh, Marlowe was mentioned. Friends. Former Prime Minister Paul Martin. Uh, Matthew Nieto. Uh, Pavelski was mentioned. J- David Schlemko. Uh, Thornton was mentioned. Chris Tierney. Uh, Vlasic was mentioned. Joel Ward. Joel oh, Ward, wow. Caps legend. Huh. Check that out. Legend, yes. Tommy Wingle and Martin Jones in net for the Coyotes. Jacob Chikrin. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Lauren DeFont, Tony D'Angelo, Doan and uh Doan, Domi and Duclair were mentioned. Christian Dvorak was the third the other D that was not. Uh Ekman Larson was mentioned. Alex Skoligoski. Hey. Uh, there Hint. he is. Yep. Yeah. Hansel so hot right now. Martinuk, uh, Jordan Martinuk, Jamie McGinn, Connor Murphy, Tobias Reeder, Luke Shen, Mike Stone, Radam Verbata, Ryan White, and Mike Smith in the net. I'm glad Boyd Gordon wasn't there. <coughs> I was about to say Boyd Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There we've done it. There you go. Lyle, thank you very much for coming on. We appreciate your time. Oh, I do like how we all forgot chicken. Yeah, it happens. Yes, yes. Not Somehow like apropos. Not, not, not like he's part of the... Uh, <laughs> Rumor mill or nothing, so. No, no. Nope. All right. Well, anyway. Lyle, we'll talk to you next week. We'll be one week closer, and it'll be Canadian Flag Day, so we will Hooray. get ready for that. Yes, absolutely. Right. I've got mine freshly pressed and ready to go <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, buddy, See have a good week. week. There he goes, Lyle Richard. See you, Lyle. SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey on socials. Johnny, hit us some shout-outs. Oh, uh, I would give a shout out to um, uh, Alpine Almonds, picking up some of them for uh, Dad's birthday next weekend. So I'll be bringing those to the house. Uh, I give a shout out to uh, the metal train that Mark got as a bank uh, (laughs) when he was born that was given to me. Uh, by my parents, so even my parents can't tell us apart. Uh, so I'll, I'll get you that back, Mark. Um, it's got plenty of <laughs> money don't. in it. I kept all the money in there. Please all don't. the money. All the you got all of it. It's all yours. All it's got your birthday, and it's got your name engraved on it. So yeah. Um, and I'll give it. I'll give a shout out to Micro Machines, nice. which also showed up at my house as well. Well, will show up at my house. It will. And they're apparently still at the parents' house. <laughs> Perfect. 
Nice. Ooh, I wonder if I can use the macro lens on my iPhone to take pictures of the micro machines parked in a parking oh, spot. Oh, so micro and macro. Like real big. Micro and macro. I'll be I'll be the idiot that's laying in the middle of the parking of the parking spaces <laughs> out front of my house, taking pictures of a of a tiny micro machine Lamborghini. Perfect. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Hi, right, buddy. Thanks. Uh, Mark. <clears throat> I'll give a shout out to Velvet Hops. Ooh. That's what I was drinking initially this evening. Velvet Hops from Old Ox Brewery out here in. Uh, Sterling, Virginia. Is there any pairings? Are there any pairings? No pairings. Terrible no, no. English. Adroit Theory is the only one that does pairings, thank God. Because mm. their pairings are terrible. All right. Most of the time. Um, I got a bunch of stuff from uh, from the house we grew the up in. The clean out as well? The clean out. <laughs> uh, I got a, a number of amazing photos from uh, our graduation scotty that i'm sure i will have to mm, take pictures mm-hmm. of and send your way mm-hmm. scotty had a head of hair i did Ooh. proof proof of hair in the photos <laughs> proof, of proof of hair of, proof of concept Pict- hair pictures or it didn't happen i do yep. have that one that you sent me a while back from when i was welcome past the in the chapel for graduation yeah it, there's many more from that night apparently oh, that are beautiful. in an album now so i uh, love it Got to go through the album. There's also, <clears throat> so I, I only remember apparently like half of the dances that I went to, mm-hmm. like the the prom and homecoming and all the other fucking. There were dances. a lot. There were a lot of dances because there were pictures, and I was with girls that invited me either to their dance. It must have been their dances because I don't remember by inviting these people to my dances. It's like I don't know who the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. Yet here I am in a suit with a corsage going to a dance with a picture and an album. Like, I do not remember that at all. So either my memory is shit yes. or it's just my memory is shit, probably. <laughs> you know what it would have been great is if you would have said whether my either my memory is shit or I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Or my memory is shit. That's what it is. Either my memory so anyway, shit. I, or... It was fun looking through the album and Brittany being like, oh, who was that? I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and my mom was like, you don't remember her? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was a great conversation. Do you? <laughs> like, no. I don't remember that at all. Anyway. Who does, who does that bitch? That was good times. Mark was way more popular than I was. That's for sure. I, all those I, dances you went to. I think I just got invited as like, hey, my friend needs a date. Because I remember going, it was you, me, Boundy, and Bach that went to some, that was to Scotty, yeah. to some dance, and I didn't know the girl that I went with, and it was like, we just sort of like, hey, she needs a date, do you want to come with us? And I went with you guys, and I don't remember who that was, but that might have been one of the pictures. Who knows? Who knows? It was ridiculous. That might have been Spalding's. Was probably Spalding's. Yes, because yeah, I only went. To, I only went to two dan- two dances in my high school. It was senior prom for us and senior prom for Spalding. Yeah, it yeah. was probably Spalding's dance, and one of your friends was looking for a date. Uh, yeah, that's when we when we saw that's when we first. Huh? I said anywho. Yeah. Anywho, I think when we first encountered uh, uh, Mr. Matt Lewis, because I knew I knew Louis for years ahead of that. So. Well, I I knew Louie because hey. I dated 
Bianca Gentili, ah. who went to Spalding, and I, I met Louie through her. So I knew Louie in high school as well, before ah, the prom. Gotcha. <laughs> I like how you had to classify that. Like it was like before the trade deadline. Right? Yeah, before you're the like, trade deadline. You're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dance, mm-hmm. uh, it, the dance. Uh, it was uh, uh, 2001. <laughs> yeah, uh, before I met Louis. Uh, yeah, exactly. name as many people. B- 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 the L. Ha <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Let's go. <laughs> how many? How many? How many Louis over high school did you encounter? <laughs> Well, if you count Lewis Berkeley, yeah, it's two Louis, it's two. two Louis over high school. <laughs> All I right, just, go ahead. All right, now I just got a weird email, and I'm just like, "Fuck, how am I gonna find this?" Um. All right, so for uh, shout outs, shout out to, uh, oh, I didn't mention this. If you have the chance in the Maryland area, or if you just want to order it from from. Uh, from the Utz people themselves. The barbecue, the sweet barbecue crab kettle chip. Mwah, magnifique. Nice. Um, tremendous. Might have to try that. It is really good. I'm sure Giant has them. My mom said only Walmart, but I'm sure she, does, she doesn't go to Giant anymore, so. Okay. I'm assuming yes. I would assume yes, so. Maybe Target has them then. Target might have them too. She said the only place that she saw that had them was uh, the Walmart in uh, by Arundel Mills. She's like, I'm not going over there, like Ooh, for the best. No dice, no. Yeah, sounds like a terrible idea. Sounds like the worst idea possible. But here we are. Um, that's really all I got. Honestly, not really too much going on. I just got a like I said, I got an odd email that I'm trying to find, so or trying to help out with. But uh, all yeah. right, so work. No. Oh no. Uh, Tariq Tariq emailed me. Uh, so. Nice. He's, he's trying to find a video of something, and I'm just like, "Hey, guess what? The hockey TV thing fucking cut out right as the as something was happening." So uh, I thought I thought that was the play too. I'm like, "Fuck! I bet you that's that." But anyway, well, hey. we'll go on that sooner or later. But in any case, welcome, uh, welcome. We're ending the show for Johnny <laughs> P. Well, I'm, do, I'm doing my own show now. Uh, if you're joining us now, welcome. If you're joining us late, uh, you know you can go back and rewind it, right? Uh, for Johnny P. Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction. Powered by Podcast Monsters. Hey, socials at FOHS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, maybe Twitter. It's going through some shit right now. Um, but yeah, also Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. That's where we're going to be. That's where we at. And uh, yeah, you can give us some money. We'll go back in the show. It'll be a great time ahead by all. Uh, but until next week, we'll talk to you then. Um, peace. <laughs>